0: And even if the rock has got to beat Kurt Angle, which means I'm gonna drink a big glass of milk, eat some chocolate chip cookies, and then maybe I'll take three Viagra.
1: Time to play the game. Time to play the game. <laughs>
0: All
2: about the game and you play it All about Welcome jabronis to Geek Salad episode 64 Know your role and shut your damn mouth I'm Andy <laughs> I'm Mike I'm Jim And we are here today to talk all about Wrestlemania's uh, 11 through 20 Or as The Rock would say <sighs> So, on with Wrestlemania. We'll start with uh, Wrestlemania 11 that was held in Hartford, Connecticut in 1995. Yep. Wow. One of the most boring <laughs> WrestleManias in in, uh, in history.
3: I, well, I don't know if it's the worst. It, it's The one it's, in Caesar's Palace is the worst. Oh,
2: Wrestlemania 9? Yes, that's you the know, worst
3: I've ever seen. But. Oh,
2: go back and listen to that episode. That was episode 12. you got to listen to that one because we rip into it. There's not a good match on that card. No, not one. No,
3: um, uh, you no. know that being said though, I mean at least there are two good man. I mean the HBK diesel match is actually pretty good. Well, it's because HBK carried the whole yeah. Team, but
2: Shawn Michaels at this point in his career could carry the proverbial broomstick to a to a three star match. That broomstick, no matter how uh, lazy and unmotivated he was, and
3: oh well, yeah, I mean he had to.
2: Yeah, I mean. Yeah, what did you think of this match? Because you were actually kind of a Diesel fan, watching you know, over the last few weeks, watching this stuff.
4: Yeah, I, definitely. I mean, you can definitely tell that Shawn Michaels is the is the one that carries that match. I mean, yeah, Diesel is a big guy. He's a good wrestler, but no,
3: no, he's not.
4: I think we'll, well get into that next. Uh, well, yeah. Next I, time I mean, here's the thing.
2: He had already had his, his lousy, you know, uh Vinny Vegas slash Oz run in WCW. Yeah. Vince saw a big man with a great head of hair. <laughs> so he put the belt on him for a full year. Mm-hmm. And this this is at least pre major, major injuries, Kevin Nash yeah. we're talking about here.
3: Hey, is this the one where they drag out Jonathan Taylor Thomas? Yeah. Uh no, that was ten. Was that, 10 that was 10, 10? I, no, I think it was 10. No, no. That no was it was that's 11.
2: That's right. It was 11 because uh, <laughs> that brings us to one of our Fair to Midland matches
3: on the card. i, I just going to say just quickly about yeah. Diesel, though. Maybe the worst theme music of all time. It's like Boxcar Willie. Oh, Wanda. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah.
2: You know, I mean, this is before Kevin Nash's horrible uh, injuries, before the ego. This is really kind of around the time the clique was starting to form, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, you know, t- talking about Jonathan Taylor Thomas, he had a little bit on there where he was playing chess with uh, Bob Backlund. Oh, I'm sorry. At the time, he was Mr. Mr. Bob Backlund. Backlund. And um, and
4: he like Bob Backlund kept asking him questions and, you know, obscure questions. And Tom- Jonathan Taylor Thomas would always have the answer. I didn't quite get that one. I didn't
2: quite get this either. I don't also get the, the, the return of Bob Backlund because he was, he was just... Out of his mind insane at this point. I
4: felt insulted watching him. Well, the thing is is that
2: Bob Backlund in the (laughs) 70s and early 80s he held that title for what? Four years? Six. Six years.
3: Six years.
2: Fantastic wrestler but my God was he boring. He was boring. He was
3: a vanilla wrestler but... And then he left the WWF and went to the AWA and he had to drop the matches to Schlunks like Nick Bockwinkle and Jerry the <laughs> Bruiser Black and guys like that.
2: Oh, yeah. But this, this match is, I mean, you've got two former world champions in this match. Bret the Hitman Hart and Bob Backlund. All right? Two very well-regarded, very excellent technical wrestlers in an I Quit match. It couldn't be one of the most boring I quit matches I've ever seen in my life.
3: Yeah, there's really no, there was really no... And I was looking forward to... Of all of the matches on this one, that was the one I was looking forward
4: to. I mean, they had Rod-
2: no excuse for it to, to, to stink. They had Roddy Piper, who was pretty much, I think, more so trying to get himself over in the match than anybody else. Yeah. Because he just keeps running in. Anytime, like, you can apply an armbar. What do you say? Do you quit? No. <laughs> I just wanted someone to, like, swat the mic away from him. Get the hell out of here. Yeah, Did you watch the-
3: that shitty Alien movie I made? No. <laughs> oh. Don't yeah. you have a hip
4: to replace? <laughs> yeah, half half of that wrestling match was obscured by having Roddy Piper's head, head in the uh, camera.
2: Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. I remember the first time I actually saw those WrestleManias. I saw it on. Do you remember that big box set of yes. uh, like the first fourteen WrestleManias? It was all. How the, many
3: evenings did that take up? On? Oh Jesus! The, the, the old oh department. yeah,
2: the old apartment When Jim and I were roommates. We had this, this box set. <sighs> it was like it me like hundred and twenty bucks. Huh. All the H S WrestleManias one through fourteen. And this one, oh my god, this one had, uh, they were showing you WrestleMania, but in between every match, they cut it with an in-studio thing of Roddy Piper, (laughs) who was just way past his prime at this point. He wasn't funny at all. Roddy
3: Piper's prime ended (laughs) when WrestleMania (laughs) won.
2: But another fair to Midland match that, you know, wasn't bad, wasn't horrible, uh, for the tag championship was uh, Owen Hart and Yokozuna versus the Smoking Guns.
4: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Insert gay cowboy joke here. Oh, um, really, Owen Hart carried this entire match because he was fantastic.
4: Yeah,
3: great heel. Actually, I think Yokozuna was actually for a big guy. Actually, moved pretty well. Yeah, I do. I thought he was all right. I mean, he didn't. I mean, he couldn't do a lot, but I mean, he right. actually he, moved I mean, His thighs. His yeah, I thighs mean, for, were
4: for a guy that big. He he moved. Yeah, yeah. I mean, put only me put it to this way.
3: If it's Yokozuna or, or watching a Big John Stud class oh Jesus. If it's Jose Luis Rivera, I'm going to oh. watch Yokozuna.
2: Yeah, you get a point. You got a point. I was just amazed how thick Yokozuna's legs were. They're about the size of like both the Smoking Guns, shoulder to shoulder.
3: Oh my god, I what? would hate to be that toilet. Oh Man yeah. My god.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, not Japanese. No, yeah, Samoan. Samoan, yeah. Um, now, let's move on to some of the worst matches well, before we get on to the best match of the speaking night.
4: Speaking of big guys, if, it, it was, if it's between Yokozuna and watching King Kong Bundy, I'll watch Yokozuna any day. Alright,
2: let's dispel a myth, shall we? That The Undertaker does nothing but five-star classics at WrestleMania... Yeah. The guy is going will be going on 20 and 0 at WrestleMania 28 this coming Sunday.
3: Oh, I think he's going against
2: win. You can't say even it. say it. <laughs> I'm sorry. Not even in jest.
4: <laughs> I think I think the WrestleMania he loses is the WrestleMania he retires on. He's not
2: he's not losing. He the, never that streak him. is more prestigious than winning the world title. Yeah. Which is sad, but but yeah, let's dispel this myth right now because WrestleMania 11, he fought King Kong Bundy, who, as the uh, insane clown posse put, looks like a um like a penis just broke through a big black condom.
4: <laughs> when when you're that's when the you. pinnacle of your career is to appear on uh, Married with Children, that's pretty sad.
2: This guy main evented a WrestleMania. Of course, it was a terrible WrestleMania. Exactly, where- see. Where, the, uh, where, where Hogan's surgical tape
3: had more offense than he did. You know what I remember about Bundy when they brought him in? He was the master of the five count. See, yes. what he'd do is he'd drop his giant fat ass on your face. And they'd count one, two, three. And then just to show how devastating the movies, he'd say, You count to five, sir. And they would. So, on a Saturday night main event on a fall evening, a crisp fall evening, if you will... King Kong Bundy fought Hulk Hogan. And in my infantile mind, I says to myself, this is it. This is the night where Hogan loses. So he hits him with the avalanche. One, two, three. I'm like, yes! And then he goes, "Uh uh-uh, five, four, he kicks out. And they allow it, which is cheating. Because officially, he lost with the three count. Yep.
2: But it's Hulk Hogan, and the rules don't apply to him. At this
3: point, I says to myself... I think we got ourselves a predetermined outcome. <laughs> That's when what I
2: figured I it you out. you think
5: that? That's
3: when I figured it out.
2: No, so Was it when Mr. Fuji hit someone with a, like a
3: rolled up newspaper? Yes, he hit somebody with a toilet paper roll <laughs> and threw it at my feet as a child. And I picked it up and looked at my father and he said, son, we have to talk. <laughs>
4: Not nope. to mention it was like swamp asshole. over <laughs> <laughs> was in his nutsack the whole Son, just drop it and walk away and we'll disinfect you later.
2: All right, no, another bad match of uh, WrestleMania 11. The allied powers, the combined awesomeness of Davy Boy Smith and Lex Luger.
3: Let me guess, because in World War II, <laughs> England and America were allies.
2: Yep. Oh, God. It's like the, the amount of steroids in, uh, within that team at that point. Oh, my
3: God. They should have called themselves Bacne.
2: Exactly. <laughs> Bacne and baby oil. The tag team. And they fought the Blue Brothers, who I think were supposed to be hillbilly
3: inbreds. Oh, God, wow. Yeah, I know. Imagine that.
2: <laughs> but best match of the night, in my opine, um, Razor Ramon and Jeff Jarrett for the Intercontinental title.
4: That was pretty good, yeah. Ooh, I, I'm tr- Jarrett won, right? Jarrett won, that, yeah. It
2: was chicanery.
4: Of course,
3: Chican- did Chican- he?
2: Yeah, it was. Chicanery. Is that when he
3: used to have? The flashing sunglasses. Yes,
2: and he had like the light up suit yeah, he with was the weird
0: suspender.
3: He was, he was good. excellent. I loved him. He's one of the most. Thank pop- you, Steve Austin, for <laughs> running him out of town.
0: <laughs> some bitch trying to lock him with his flowing blonde hair. I had blonde hair,
3: and, and then it, it all fell out. Then it all fell out. Some bitch,
0: get him out of here. <laughs> some bitch.
2: Yeah, Jeff Jarrett could be one of the most underrated wrestlers of this time period.
3: Um, he is. Yeah. Did, I, he have a, did he ever get a world title? No. Never. No, in, in WCW he did. And no, I know he, no he did in WCW, right. but I'm talking about WWE. They never, he had multiple intercontinental reigns. Intercontinental in and tag reigns. Tag, tag, tag reigns. Actually, he was in a very mm. underrated tag team with Owen Hart. That was a really good time. We're getting to team. that. I know. We're getting to that. So that's uh, WrestleMania
2: 11. We do have to talk about um, the main event, though. We did forget one thing. The main event.
4: Which Hang was, on to your
2: seats for this five star classic. It was
4: intensely bad.
2: Oh. LT, Lawrence Taylor versus Bam Bam Bigelow. And the
3: I was set up like a motherfucker <laughs> yeah. This The winner gets a, a, a barrel full of cocaine.
4: Hey, so Lawrence Taylor would do anything to yeah. win that match. So I assure you Lawrence Taylor won that match.
2: <laughs> well, the interesting story about this match is that I guess um, Bam Bam was told, alright, you lose to Lawrence Taylor, we're setting you up for a world title run. And who wouldn't do that, right? Especially a guy like Bam Bam Bigelow, who's already had suffered through the Hogan era, where it's like, no way, brother, you're not getting over, brother. But look at me, I've got a head tattoo. I'm colorful. I do cartwheels, and I'm 800 pounds. And
3: I'm fat. Yeah.
2: Oh, so fat. But I guess what happened was, at this point, the um, all the, all the power is being wielded, wielded by the clique.
3: Right. So
2: Kevin Nash, Scott Haw slash Razor Ramon, Six Puck... Triple H and Heart and uh, Shawn Michaels. Yep.
4: Yep, so... Bam lost Never this, appeared at a Wrestlemania
2: again. Well,
3: sorry, Bam Bam. We can't give you that world title run that we promised you. But hey, here's the next best thing. Tony Gurria is coming out in retirement. <laughs> Guess who you get to drop a match to? <laughs> All right, moving
2: on. Wrestlemania 12 at the Pond in Los Angeles. All right, let's talk some uh, fair to Midland matches here. Um, speaking of Owen Hart. Owen Hart and the British Bulldog Invader versus Yokozuna, Jake Roberts, and Ahmed Johnson.
3: Wow, Ahmed Johnson. I mean, he... No. I remember him walking out going, wow, that is one big black dude. Yep. And then I saw him wrestle. And I said, wow, he sucks. And then I heard him speak. Yep. And the bow was tied. <laughs> and that big package of shit.
2: There's the thing with Ahmed Johnson. This is pretty much the rule... For shitty wrestlers, when your finishing move is a pump handle slam, you suck as a wrestler. I mean, we're going to go over guys like the Road Dog, Test, yeah. all had pump handle slams.
4: Yeah, pretty much.
2: The dumbest, easiest move Look, to accomplish.
3: You're big. You're not athletic enough to execute a power slam. And the
2: steroids have ruined your mouth, so you can't yeah. actually
3: talk. You can't lift your arms anymore because your shoulders. The muscles in your shoulder blades have disintegrated, so <laughs> screw the clothesline.
2: Yep. <laughs> yeah, not. Yeah, it's, it's an okay match, and again, it's really saved by Owen Hart. I mean, even Jake Roberts at this point was just beyond yeah. useless. How, how
3: did How did they win? Or did Jake Roberts break a bottle of <laughs> Ripple over the bulldog's head and pin him?
2: <laughs> Wait a minute. Uh, oh. WrestleMania 13, uh, 12 is the debut of one Mr. Steve Austin
3: against Sabio Vega. What was it with the WWE when they said, "Hey, who doesn't like themselves a low riding Chicano type? <laughs> yeah. Hey, let's have a whole series of characters based on that stereotype." Well, do you remember? Um, do you remember Sabio Vega's original
2: per- persona in the WWE? I don't know, Doc. He was no, he was the Ninja Quang, which always begs the question: What does 300 pounds of shit fitting a fan sound like? What? Quang. Quang. <laughs> Um, it's a boring match. He he was trying to get over with the million dollar dream. The stunner hadn't been hadn't really come. That's right. He was Teddy
3: Biasi's. Yeah, he was the,
2: he was the million dollar champion, and Savio Vega just sucks.
4: He was just there.
2: And then now I might know, Mike, you're probably going to argue with this yeah. one.
4: Um, Undertaker and Diesel. I thought this was a good match. Okay, explain why? Because they're yeah they're two big guys, but. They were they were giving it their all. They were really working it. All right. And I thought you know for two big guys like that to put in the amount of effort that they were doing. I mean this was not a match where it's you know a big guy against uh, David versus Goliath. Yeah. Versus Goliath versus Goliath. And they were giving it their all.
3: Well, here's what I'll say. That match isn't my my brand of vodka. Yep. Right, yeah. Really, I don't particularly care for those. But I would. I, I remember the match. I would put it in between best and fair to middle, and I would say it's it, it's okay because yeah, they both yeah. could move a little it's bit. It's not yeah. it's not the worst of the eh, matches. There's been a lot. There's been a lot worse. Oh
2: yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, but with both of these guys. But I mean, this is around the time when Undertaker got uh got his face crushed by uh, Big Daddy V, mm. and he had to wear that Phantom of the Opera mask. <laughs> Oh, pretty terrible.
4: Actually, just, just a slight side note. I mentioned this to Andy multiple times while I was watching these guys. Paul Bearer looks just like Mr. Creosote from Monty Python's Meaning of Life. Does. Uh,
6: today we have four appetizers. Excuse me. Uh, moule marinier, pâté de foie gras, beluga caviar eggs benedictine, tart de poireux, that's leek tart, frog's legs amandine, or oeuf Richard Richard shepherd. It's a little quail's eggs and a bed of pureed mushroom. It's very delicate, very subtle. i love the lot. A wise choice, monsieur. And uh, now, how would you like it served? All uh, mixed up together in a bucket? Yeah, with the eggs on top course, avec des oeufs frites. Yeah, don't skip on the patty. Oh, monsieur, I assure you, just because it is mixed up with all the other things, we would not dream of giving you less than the full amount. In fact, I will personally make sure you have a double helping. <laughs> uh,
4: I just. Every, to- every time I see him, I just want to give him. Which the to my feet mint and watch me blow up. All right, Undertaker, after you win, we're going to
6: Arby's, and we're going to get ourselves a big Montana!
3: Where's my chain? It's gone to the same place, where the it has gone.
2: Okay. Uh, now, moving on to some of the worst matches. Only two, surprisingly.
3: Um... The Ultimate Warrior and Triple H well doesn't yeah, Ultimate Holy Warrior shit. Doesn't the Ultimate Warrior matches pretty much have to have a disclaimer with the worst <laughs> tag on it? This, this
4: was Triple H being being told, You're gonna you gonna take the fall because he's not gonna get another chance to get in here.
2: Yeah. It's um it's just it's awful. Like I mean thirty seconds. Thirty yeah. seconds long. Triple H gets one pedigree on him. You know, and this is before Triple H was the big power broker of the WWE. This was back when
4: he was still uh, Hunter Hearst Hemsley.
2: Yes, the Greenwich snob. Yes, <laughs> and uh, you know he gets his full entrance. He, I think he had Sable come out with him at this point.
4: Oh yeah, this was before the, he went to with China.
2: Yeah, oh, right. and he, um, yeah, he managed to get one pedigree on him. And then the Ultimate Warrior like yeah. does his roided up freak thing, <laughs> he, you know, his idiot dance where he bench presses
3: the the, the heavens. And then it, you know that gorilla point, slam at that point why Triple H doesn't wind up and kick him in the junk <laughs> I have no idea but yeah
2: th- this is a match you will never you would never see today no at least not with Triple H involved <laughs> yeah and then Roddy Piper and Goldust oh, in one of the just bizarre. I mean, this match is is so bizarre, it's bad. It's not
4: even a match. Right. And they start off in like the...
2: It's a street fight, where they're outside, they're behind the pond.
4: Yeah, and then they go into the match. Oh, no No, wow. no,
2: They Then uh, Goldust hops in his gold, uh... Oh, yeah, and then they, then they insert fo-
4: the footage of, um, Oh, the OJ
2: chase. <laughs> because, you know, they have taste. Yeah, of course. And then, um, you know, Piper, you know, being, being the man that he is, like, strips Goldust down, he's wearing a thong, and Whatever happens, I don't know. You know, you gotta feel bad, though, for Dusty Rhodes, though, watching his son doing this. Yeah, like...
3: look at him in that sound. <laughs> what the hell is going on
2: here? Last time I saw something that disgusting, I was watching China. Is she still in wrestling right now? I saw it in this video. I think it was a pay-per-view for the WWE. It was called Backfeet to China. <laughs> what the hell kind of wrestling is this, anyway? Now, if you'll excuse me, I have to go to the Waffle House and get the American Dream. It's every item on the menu.
4: Give me all your eggs. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, if there's a if there's a match with Goldust in it, and insulin becomes one of my worst matches. The, you know what the thing is? The, the sad kind of the thing question is... question was,
3: I don't understand what the character's about.
2: The character was just supposed to be some Hollywood deviant. That's what Vince imagined him Hi, being.
4: I am so gay, I'm mean going to kiss you. But the thing is, though, <sighs> is that they,
2: they, they started then, you know, when they really put, you know, inserted his wife, Terry Runnels, in there as Marina. Yeah. You know, then all of a sudden he's in love with her. I don't get... You know, the thing is, though, the, the sad thing is, is that the character got over really well. And that, that's actually not a sad thing. God bless anybody who can get a really crappy character over. But mm-hmm. Dustin Rhodes could wrestle. He really was actually... He was very good. And I'll give him a lot of credit. He ran with that character.
4: Yeah. And right then became those. the artist formerly known as Known as, oh, Jesus. <clears throat>
2: and then he went back to Goldust again. And, and then he... That- you know, oh. they, they they drag him out of mothballs. Well, they drag him out of mothballs. You know, he needs to eat every once in a while, so, you know, they have to oh, pay him. Shit, if he's living in the house of Dusty, no kidding. Yeah,
4: exactly. Uh, that match was just an, a constant excuse to have as many crotch shots as you can get. Oh, his finishing
2: move. His finishing move is called the Golden Globes. Essentially what they did was he would back someone into a corner, lift their legs up, and make a running jump start and kick him in the balls. Which, when we used to play the SmackDown vs. Raw game, when we made our, our character for our friend Bill, it was called the Billy Ball Smash. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah, that was great. Um, only one best match at this night, but this is a doozy of a best match.
4: I don't know. I, I honestly, this one. I, God. I gave it a meh. You, you gave me- it a meh? Yeah. What? Because no. it well, started great, and then they just peered it out. Which No, I'm just trying to It's 100. an hour long. So yeah. I can understand. This
2: is the Iron Man match. This was, neither one, one of these guys mm-hmm. wanted to give up the first pin. So they didn't, no one got pinned in the first hour of the match.
4: Yeah. And then they had to go into overtime.
2: Yep. And I think yeah. it's a great match, but then again, I love, you know, Jim and I, we grew up watching Ric Flair do 60-minute matches every Saturday night.
4: Yeah. Yep. I mean, I love both of these uh, both of these wrestlers, but I mean, but first, like, fifteen. 20, even half hour, they were like doing it completely out. After that, they were just kind of like wheezing around the ring. They were gassed,
3: and they probably had to start putting some rest holds on so they could have a strong... Yeah,
4: they were, and it was just like, don't do this, just let them them finish after like half an hour, because after that, it just got boring. Well, the
2: thing is, it it was an Iron Man match. It was slated to go one hour. Most of the number of pins wins. But neither of these guys wanted to lay down for them. These guys hated each other.
3: I guess they've they've kind of made amends. Now. Yeah,
2: they they have. Well, you know, Sean found Jesus, and Brett looked at Sean and goes, "My God, you've aged horribly." <laughs> all right, I forgive you. Um, I think it's a fantastic match. I really do. I mean, One I of think my it,
3: favorites.
4: Like I said, the first half is great. Second half is just let them take a snap. Nap. I I got to be honest with you,
3: you could make an argument that HBK is the greatest WrestleMania performer of all time. Absolutely. Yeah.
2: I think so, and I'm not even a big fan of his, but well, I, 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 his I really like him. I have his DVDs.
4: I
3: think he's awesome. I,
4: I think, I think he's a work for a guy moves. who is his
3: size, and he can. You know, he's really he's not a big guy. Yeah, but it's almost believable
4: when you see him beating other guys up because he's so athletic, and he's yeah. always rocking that ponytail too. Well, yeah, is that?
2: <laughs> so moving on to WrestleMania 13 in Chicago, another one with one great match and a bunch of or yeah. <clears> awful <clears matches.
4: Yeah, pretty much.
3: I hate to say it, you know, I, I watched it when they first come out. Yeah. Thank l- Luckily, DVDs are chaptered. I can skip through them and mm. I can watch. The, I, mean, I do remember the Owen Hart British Bulldog against Vader and Mankind. And I, I thought that was actually pretty good because Mankind and Owen Hart. Yeah. Yeah, they really were good.
2: good. I mean, at least one guy on each team was I don't okay. I think Vader stunk. And Vader, was, I mean, Vader, again, was one of these big guys that actually had a little bit of mobility to him.
3: Yeah, he could move But a this is bit. the
2: tail end of his career. Yep. This is, he is far removed from the uh, the WCW World Heavyweight Championship at this point. And, you know, we just got to the point where, we're like, It's time! It's time! It's pizza time! <laughs> um, yeah, it's an okay match, but again, it's Owen Hart and Mankind carrying the entire match.
1: Yeah.
2: Another fair to Midland match. Triple H and Goldust. It wasn't a bad match. You know what ruined that match, though? Was when Gold China, dust. no, when China popped out of the, uh... Out of the audience. Now this is pre-plastic surgery China, so she still had like the Sergeant Slaughter oh, God, chin. She looked like Killer and Kowal- no
3: boobs. She looked like Killa Kowalski. Yeah,
2: and she grabbed Marina and she she was shaking her kind of like remember that scene in the Naked yeah. Gun where um, Ricardo Montalban is is uh, taking Priscilla Presley hostage and he's like use he and it's very obviously a dummy yep. and he's like shaking her around yeah, and all I, that. I remember that's this. what it
4: looked like. Yes, it did.
2: Um. WrestleMania 13 was the uh, WrestleMania debut of one Mr. Rocky Maivia.
4: By the way, noise, The Rock, The Sultan. That was actually that was Rikishi. That was Rikishi. Yeah. yeah,
2: this match is dreadfully terrible. Yeah. Mm. Oh my God! This is back when Rocky Maivia was the the white tooth, blue chipper, just all American Samoan.
4: Yeah. <laughs> Nothing says America like Samoa.
2: Well, it, I think it is uh, you know American Samoa anyway. Um, the, and
4: who and who is in the Sultan's Corner?
2: Oh, God, who? Was it the Mr. Oh, the Iron Sheik? No, get out. Oh, Jesus. Yep. Wow. Well, They, they, they really had to really reach for the moon to figure that one out. Hey! They probably promised him a blueberry pie just so he'd come out there.
4: And that, that actually brings us to the one piece of uh, listener uh, feedback That's we got. That's right.
2: That's right. We got one... <clears throat> God, shame on you guys, by the way. We got one piece of, rest of uh, Facebook uh, feedback for this, and yeah. it's
4: from... Well the the uh the writer the listener said that their favorite wrestler was Iron Sheik. I could kick my bros butt with a camel clutch. Yeah. Isn't that your sister,
5: Jim? Yes it is. Oh yes,
4: she was
2: is. she can do a figure four like nobody's business yes. either. Well she missed her calling.
3: She did. She could she could execute the figure four leg lock, the the camel clutch, she was good. Yeah.
4: She could have taken China any day.
3: Well, my sister's a wee thing, so she could have punched her in the giblets, and because she had giblets, yeah, she did.
2: All right, another worst match: the Legion of Doom and Ahmed (laughs) Johnson versus the Nation of
3: Domination. Boy, I would have been uh, given anything to be a fly in the wall, listening to those three in the locker room. (laughs) Imagine being the toilet bowl for those three. (laughs) Hey, how much Joe Wee powder can you take? (laughs) I'm gonna punch you
0: in the face.
2: And, uh, yeah, the Nation of Domination, which was essentially WWF's version of the Black Panthers. Yeah. With Farouk, yeah. Mark Henry, um, and a shitload of other black guys. Oh,
3: um, what's his face?
2: Delo Brown. D'Lo Brown. That's right. D'Lo, now, D'Lo, Br- D'Lo Brown is really good. Delo Brown is excellent, but at this point, they had him, like, in that um, Nation of Islam type outfit yeah. with the bow tie and everything. Poor Delo D'Lo. Yeah, they made event, also showing up in
3: the worst here. But no, wait a minute. I think you're being unfair. This should be in the best for one reason, because Psycho Sid shit is pinks. <laughs> that <laughs> to yeah, me... But... you know what? You know how they say the Undertaker doesn't sell? Yeah. There is no way he didn't know that. <laughs> Sid Vicious shouldn't shit his, shit himself. Yeah, this
2: match is Oh, first of all, my my favorite part of this match is
3: Shit his pants.
2: <laughs> well, there's that. The thirteen minutes of Shawn Michaels coming down and kind of going around the ring. They had to play a song like four times. It like ended, then they had to start it up again.
4: Your
2: boy. And all he's doing is he's calling the match.
4: Yeah.
2: And yeah, it's 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 terrible because Sid Vicious is an awful wrestler.
4: I could tell that, yeah.
3: Yeah, they only well, he was He was big and muscular. He was really big and muscular. I remember because the the NWA was going to put him over. They're going to have him beat Sting for the title. Yeah. And then he had some sort of a horrible meltdown that said, you know what, screw you. You're going down to the small package and you're done. (laughs) Yeah.
4: How how he got to the main event, I don't know.
3: He's big. I mean, the guy's like 6'8". I mean, the guy's got shoulders
2: of steel. But, oh my God, there is... uh, Kevin Marshall, who actually is going to help contribute to this show... um, had a had a video package of Sid Vicious with worst wrestler ever. This oh, is I don't guy, know if He's the
3: worst ever. He's pretty bad. He's
2: pretty all uh, for a guy that that got as high as he did in terms of of titles and all that. Oh, stuff. I you
4: meant in, hey. t- in terms of uh, how high he got.
2: Well, he, he could execute a forearm shiver to the
3: back <laughs> of the neck <laughs> like nobody's business.
2: Yeah, I, I my favorite thing. I mentioned this on our last uh, WrestleMania show three years ago that. Um, I heard an interview with Sid where he said that he's had more successful runs in more companies than anybody else.
3: Well, that's a lie.
2: Yeah, it is a complete lie. <laughs> um, and let's move on. Best match again. This might be in the yeah. top five all-time this, WrestleMania this matches. Really
3: no, this might be top five all-time. Yeah, yeah.
2: Bret Hart and Steve Austin in an I
3: Quit match. Now, mind you, these are two guys who never put any, who refused to put anybody over. Right. So they had, I mean, pretty creative way to say, okay, Steve, you can't win. Yeah. But you won't tap out. We'll just have you pass out.
2: Yeah. You know. Yeah. And it just, it solidified Steve Austin that night. That's
3: the match that, that is the match that created. Stone Cold. Yeah. Well, Stone Cold, but it also propelled the WWE because they were in a lot of trouble. Yeah. That that saved him. That match saved him. Yeah, because And then, Montreal. Montreal, too. I, yeah,
2: Montreal did that. But I think that with Steve Austin especially, because they needed that They needed that big main eventer. And he was something that yeah. no one... Realistically speaking, I don't think anyone had ever done this before. Like, the Shades of Grey character. Yeah, Not, He does Jewish yeah, really, things, but he's a face. He's an anti-hero. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Because he... Well, they were smart. He appeals to the lowest common denominator. Yep. And who doesn't want to go and punch their boss in the face? Exactly.
4: Well, it's he true, I mean, that He's a lovable redneck. He's, he's not even that
3: lovable. I mean, yeah. he pops out there, he drinks the Steve Weisers, and... Oh, God.
4: And sprays him into the crowd. He is... Yeah.
3: I think he's the most the most popular wrestler in the history of the sport. Could very well be. No, he is. I, he,
4: and I think he's a... He, he is a good wrestler. Oh, he is. Oh, like, he 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 is. A he's workout. a very good wrestler. And it took he's me a, a long time to he's a terrific that.
2: Because, I mean, realistically speaking, during that boom period, I was all about The Rock. I love The Rock and Triple H. Yeah, but yeah, I I think it took a while, but I think yeah, Steve Austin is a fantastic performer in the ring. Yeah, Um, it is funny though watching with the uh, knee braces though. (laughs) Yeah, every every time he comes out, yeah, every time he walks down the uh, down the aisle, like (laughs) you know he's got
3: a knee brace. I wonder what they're going to attack this time. (laughs) You know the funny thing is though, that's not a character. That's what he really is like. (laughs) Yeah, he is a beer swilling hillbilly. Yep. (laughs) And he slaps his wife around. I mean, he's this... He really is a degenerate scumbag. It just happens to translate. Yep. Not as much as the Sultan, but close. Well, yeah, kind of. I mean, well, I mean, Savio Vega. I mean, who who hasn't dreamed about being
2: Savio Vega? Who
3: sits there in a think tank and saying, well, we need to come up with a new concept. The sewer cleaner's taken. Uh, we already did the garbage man. Well, hey, I have an idea. Let's the... have a salt and screw
2: it. What about the Finnish environmentalist? <laughs> Ludwig Borga. <laughs> well, I
3: thought you were kidding.
2: No, I'm not kidding. The Ludwig Borga, who they were going to put the title on. Who? That's a... Ludwig Borga. He was a, a, a Finnish environmentalist. The, I guess part of the, his, his thing, though, was that he had a very, very racist tattoo that they had to like cover up. Oh, was it, was it like a swastika or something? Yeah, kind of like, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. So, um, so, before we uh, move on to WrestleMania 14, in fact, we had someone, uh, one of our listeners, who actually attended WrestleMania 14 in Boston, which brings us to Chris's Cultural Corner.
0: KKK, that's not good. <laughs>
2: And Chris writes, Hello, Geek Salad. Looking forward to April 1st and uh, The Rock versus Cena. But this edition of The Corner will be about my experience attending a WrestleMania. It was WrestleMania 14 at the Fleet Center in Boston. It was one hell of a show. It was the night Steve Austin won his first WWF title. Yes, I said WWF. Come and get me, World Wildlife Fun. And it was the beginning of the Attitude Era. I'll go over some of the, the memories that I had at the show. Chris's first memory, the 15-team Battle Royal, LOD 2000 with Sonny, Won the battle royal. Seeing the legendary tag team, the Road Warriors, was great, even if they were wearing those silly outfits to the ring. Did you ever actually watch this match? Yes. It's pretty terrible. First of all, on all the DVDs and videos, it's it's seen. It, it, it they they uh, open to that match in progress. Yeah. So we've already missed about half the match, but you're getting guys like Kurgan and Kurgan. Um, the. Uh,
3: the new Midnight Express with well, Bob Holly and oh, <laughs> oh yeah, those type of tag teams always do wonderfully. The new anything, yeah, exactly. The new Moon
2: dogs! The root. The Rockers actually were in that one too. And I mean, looking their age and drug addledness.
3: Wait a minute.
2: It was Sean Mike. What? No, no. no I'm sorry. Just, I mean uh, the Rockers. No, no. I'm sorry. The Rock and Roll Express. The, the, Ricky the, Morton and, and uh, Robert Gibson. Robert Gibson. Hi, yeah. I'm
3: the boring one. <laughs>
2: I'm the other boring one. <laughs> Let's form a team. Um, then Cactus Jack and Chainsaw Charlie, a.k.a. Terry Funk, versus the New Age Outlaws. This was an ECW-style street fight where one team had to stuff the other team in a dumpster to win the tag team championship. It sounded like a weird concept, but when the, but what a fight it was. Two hardcore legends going up against one of the best tag teams of that era in one heck of a match. Seeing McFoley and Terry Funk win the titles was great. All right, a little word, if I may, about Char- Chainsaw Charlie... They brought Terry Funk in as this character, and throughout the entire match, Jim Ross keeps calling him Terry Funk, and then having to correct himself. So anyway, Mick Foley and Terry Funk, I mean, I'm sorry, Chainsaw Charlie, that's what we call him around here. He's Chainsaw Charlie. Swear to God. before the bells (laughs) kicked in. Boy. And I think the New Age Outlaws could very well be one of the most overrated tag teams. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you didn't know?
3: Well, your ass had better call somebody. I, I think this. I mean, poor Terry Funk, one of the all-time greats. Yeah. I mean, the tax collectors or the, the loan sharks must have been calling in for him to agree to do this. It's an okay
2: match. You know, it's it's nothing great, but it was it's just kind of one of these garbagey matches with a big gimmick.
3: Yeah. I don't particularly care for those matches. Neither I mean, it's usually this, oh, hey, let's take a trash can and smash someone over the head. Yeah. Oh, hey, a hot poker. Where can <laughs> we stick this? <laughs> Could you please bend over? Spread your <laughs> cheeks, please. Thank you.
2: All right. Chris also writes, Undertaker versus Kane. This match was almost as memorable as the main event.
3: No, it wasn't. With, Keep going.
2: With first Pete Rose insulting the Boston crowd and Kane coming out and tombstone pile driving him. Even though Kane was the heel of this match, he probably got the biggest ovation of the night for that pile driver. Then Undertaker had a memorable entrance. The lights went out, then a line of torch bearing druids preceded the dead man to the ring. In typical Undertaker fashion, it took what seemed like an hour for him to get to the ring. As you probably know, since it was WrestleMania, The Undertaker won. I think this match is
3: shit I hated shit.
4: this ma- match. I mean,
3: it's. Well, no. first of all, Pete Rose chilled out. Wow, imagine that. Yeah, oh, yeah I know.
4: And Come they continued to do so for the next like three or four Pennsylvania. Yeah, exactly. Well they just
3: loved having him
2: because he would take that he would take that pile driver. Of course he did. He, he needs the money. Pete has bills to pay. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and he was never
4: gonna get into the rest of Those whores <laughs>
2: don't pay for themselves, yeah, you know. Exactly. The cocaine has
3: snowed off their chest.
2: I can't make my VIG with without that. <laughs> yeah. Um Cain. Kane is weird, because I actually think he's a fairly talented wrestler, but he just gets saddled in awful matches. And no, this is one this of This is
3: a stupid, stupid gimmick.
4: Yeah. I mean, this 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 was not a wrestling match. This was a storyline that took place in the ring. There were, yeah. I mean, they did nothing with this. They, they
3: have fought over, over and over. And it's stale, and it's old. And yeah. you know The Undertaker is not going to lose.
2: Right. Actually, the last time they feuded... Undertaker finally did what was right for the business and put over that young upstart Kane. He did? Like two years ago, yeah. He vanished for like a year, came back, wrestled Triple H, and. Won. Yeah, won. Wow. I'm glad I saw that. But, uh, yeah, it's. I, I, I just don't know. And this time, Paul Barrow is in Kane's corner.
1: That's yeah. right, Kane! After we're done, five pizzas stacked high, I'm going to eat them all at
0: once!
3: <laughs> Get the Wesson cooking on. Oh, I got me a donkey. Grease it up.
2: All right. Finally, Chris writes, Shawn Michaels versus Stone Cold Steve Austin with special enforcer Mike Tyson.
3: Again, shelling out. Yeah, Imagine
2: that. <laughs> Mikey's got to eat. Mike, Those those face tattoos don't pay for themselves. And that stupid pigeon hobby he has doesn't pay for itself
3: either. <laughs>
4: this, Michael, was before, this was before his tattoos, too.
3: Yeah. Then again, Mike's lost all his money. He probably ate all the exactly.
4: <laughs> <laughs> So Chris writes, Michaels was
2: wrestling with a very bad back in this match, and at times you could tell by the look on face that he probably took a bump on his back. You knew that this match was, either way, Michaels was probably out for a while, and he would be out for about four years after that. Even though Michaels wrestled injured, it was still a great match, and the finish was memorable with Tyson fast counting an Austin cover and revealing that he was with Austin all along after claiming he was with DX before them. The rattlesnake was champion, and the Attitude Era officially begun, which would cause WWF to retain regain the top spot in the Monday Night Wars from WCW, and
3: would never relinquish it. Much to Mike Cicero's chagrin. Yeah,
2: um, I think it's an excellent match. I, again, I Shawn cried. Michaels wrestled ridiculously injured. Yeah. You didn't see much of him for a very long time yeah. after that because I mean he couldn't. He really could not get out of bed at that point.
4: And then after that, they they had to have Mike Tyson uh, lay Hbk out.
2: Yeah, well, that's just it, someone, People were paying to watch Tyson punch somebody, yeah. and unfortunately, they couldn't punch Tennessee Lee or whoever that fucking idiot was at the time.
3: Oh, God
4: forbid if he tried to hit China, should rip his exactly. ass off. <laughs> Jesus Christ! But, um, China had bigger balls than he did.
2: Yeah. But, I mean, I, I remember he, I'm reading stories about how uh, HBK just kept saying he wasn't going to lay down to Austin, and then the Undertaker sitting on the opposite end of the locker room, taping up his fist very menacingly, like, <laughs> "Yes, you're lay, you're laying down <laughs> Um, other matches that Chris didn't go over, and thank you, Chris, by the way. Yeah. Um, some some of the other matches. Fair to Midland. This is the first <laughs> appearance of The Rock, not Rocky Maivia, but The Rock. Yeah. Great promo with Jennifer Flowers of all people. Okay, then, if if you were the ruler, how would you handle the homeless situation?
0: Tell you what, Jenny, that is a touchy subject to The Rock, the homeless situation here in America. The Rock feels like this. As long as The Rock still has his palatial palace down on South Beach in Miami, Florida, he really couldn't give a damn whether or not they live in a frigid air box or a Kenmore box. As long as those homeless pieces of trash keep their cardboard homes off The Rock's freshly mowed grass... Everything will be cup aesthetic.
2: He was just working in the yeah, uh, smelt the Rock is Cooking gimmick. And Ken Shamrock. Wow. If anyone ever doubts that steroids will affect somebody's <laughs> basic nature and attitude, look no further than Ken Shamrock. Job.
4: Gee, we need, we need a really angry uh, Irishman. Let's get Ken Shamrock out of here. He's not even
2: Irish. His last uh, name isn't Shamrock. Yeah, this is that's just like
3: his MMA name. <laughs> Um, worst. Could matches. you come up with? Hey, we need to. Sound, we need something tough. Hey, how about a plant <laughs> or a weed? What do you think? Uh, worst
2: matches: eight. Mark Marrow and Sable versus the artist formerly known as Goldust and Luna
3: Vachon. Oh, the loveliest woman ever to grace oh, my the God. WWE uh, stage. God oh. rest her soul. She's dead. She's dead. Yeah.
4: I, I didn't know that. Personally, I find Miss Kitty more attractive. Uh, uh, Luna was. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. When you have a tattoo
3: of a Veracruz vein inside of, of your, your head. Face. Oof.
2: Yeah. And Mark Merrow, the sad thing is is that when you look at it, Goldust and Sable were probably the two best wrestlers there, because Mark Merrow was just
3: awful. Well, you know what his claim to fame was. Mark,
2: you kind of look like Little Richard. Yeah. <laughs> Tell you what we're gonna do. We're not gonna, it's not exactly blackface, oh, but
4: <laughs> we'll give you a really dark tan.
2: Ugh. Now some of the other best matches that Chris didn't mention. The only time the light heavyweight title was ever defended at WrestleMania, Takamichi Nochu and Aguila.
4: That was pretty good, yeah.
2: That was an excellent match. Aguila would then go on to be S.A. Rios and essentially bring in Lita, who would then just supersede him in popularity.
3: <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that was a, that was an upset.
4: Yeah. yeah.
2: he Ta- Takamichi were... Nochu was part of uh, Kayentai with Funaki.
4: Hmm.
2: Great tag team. They were, they were a lot of fun, especially when uh, they had this great idea that when they were going to cut promos, they are going to do them like a Japanese movie dubbed into English, that Bruce Pritchard doing all the, the dialogue, yeah. and they would just kind of like move their mouths.
3: I think and when we do our Royal Rumble get-togethers, and yeah. we have to pick names. I think I've had Taka Michinoku like three times. Yeah, you probably have. Or Shofunaki. Yeah.
2: But both of
4: those guys could really move.
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, they're fantastic. But this is... WWF was a little late to the party when it came to the cruiserweights because WCW and ECW have been doing them for years and they finally dust off the light heavyweight title and okay guys just wake the crowd up and it was a great match huh?
3: then Gilberg held that title for God knows how long God. <laughs> when they, when he ever used to come out and they have two idiots holding sparklers Marklers, yeah. <laughs> they'd shoot him
4: with a fire extinguisher <laughs>
3: But, I liked Gilberg. but another great
2: match that night was Triple H and Owen Hart. Yeah, for the European title. Who won that? Uh, Triple, Tri- H, Triple H. Triple H, yeah, H. Yeah, great match. I'm I'm always wondering when they're going to bring the European title back, even just as a. Could group. I just say something? Technically, isn't it supposed to be defended in Europe? Yeah, by Europeans. Ugh. Well, it was it was essentially made for Davy Boy Smith as a trophy to take over to England with him. No, but I love though is that when Al Snow won the European title. Every time he'd come out to the ring, he would hail from a different European country. <laughs> from Transylvania!
4: Wait,
2: Al Snow was a European... <coughs> Al Snow was a European champion. He, he ran with that. Transyl- <laughs> oh. It was great. Um, this was, you know, probably the one opportunity I would have probably had going to a WrestleMania and really didn't go. I didn't even go. Really? They just get tougher to go to now because they're all in big stadiums in warm uh, weather areas.
1: Yeah.
2: you got to wait for, like, the, um, you know, every 10th WrestleMania, it goes back to New York, and maybe you might be able to go. All right, moving on to what may be the worst WrestleMania in the 10 that we're talking about. I agree with that. WrestleMania 15 in Philadelphia. I had to struggle to find one best match here.
4: Yeah, and the best one you got is more of a meh match.
2: Exactly. Hey, who won? This is the first Vince Russo written WrestleMania. Vince Russo uh, essentially took the credit for creating the Attitude Era and the, the Slash TV thing. You know, lots of TNA on TV, lots of screwy finishes, swerves like you wouldn't believe. The best way I put a swerve, you know, a Vince Russo swerve, it was put like this. Say you order a Hamburger Happy Meal, but when you open it up, there's chicken nuggets in it. But it's okay, because you weren't expecting it. It's a swerve. Oh. There were so many bad matches. Um, hardcore Holly, Bill Gun- Billy Gunn, and Al Snow in a hardcore title match.
3: Now, what finishing hold did Hardcore Holly
2: He was not away? using the Fulconero back then. Oh. I don't even remember what the hell he was using back then. Oh, that's well, too bad. Corruption,
4: it was Al Snow and Mr. Head.
2: Oh, no, it was just Head.
4: I thought it was Mr. Was Head. Was it Mr. Head?
3: That was Mister Head.
2: That was Mister Head. But no,
3: it was Head. Yeah, I don't remember.
4: Yeah. Who cares? Again, it was a
2: decent gimmick that caught on. But Billy Gunn at this point was um was actually running for the IC title, but Swerve he gets the shitty Hardcore title, which was the old World uh, World Heavyweight Championship title that Kurt Henning destroyed, and then they taped it up through you know like a piece of duct tape with Hardcore written on it. Yeah, and then it became a legitimate contested title. Then, the Brawl for All, Butterbean, and Bart Gunn. This
4: was so incredibly bad. It been lasted like 10 seconds. Yeah.
2: yeah. Butterbean
3: hit him once. and Yeah. A little, a little word if I may about the Brawl
2: for All. Brawl for All was essentially made to show off the badassery of a lot of the guys in the WWF. So, you know, they would have these legit boxing matches where guys were getting legitimately career-ending injuries. So by the end of it, the only two guys standing were Bart Gunn and Butterbean.
4: May I point out something? This is a boxing match in Wrestlemania.
2: No, well, Wrestlemania 2. Wrestlemania 2. Mr. T and Roddy Piper boxed.
4: And what did you think of that one? It was shitty. See? Wrestling. You go to Wrestlemania to see wrestling. (laughs) You don't go to Wrestlemania to see boxing. Yeah,
2: but this was the blow-off to this whole stupid thing. Uh I'm pretty sure whoever... You know, besides uh, Bradshaw, whoever actually you know came up with this idea got fired for it. Okay, it's awful. Another bad match. Mankind and Big Show, and nothing against either of these guys, but damn, what a shitty match this They're was.
4: Both really good wrestlers. This should have been a much better match. Here's
2: the thing. Back in 1999, the Big Show was a big 500 pound guy who could actually do a flying drop kick. Yeah, it was pretty impressive to watch. Vince just wanted a big guy to stand around. You know, show how big his hand was, and then you know, crush people with it.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And it just, and the match made no sense. No. Um, then, hey, Kane is on our worst list here.
3: He fought Triple H. Triple
2: H, H. One, one. Oh god, uh, Triple H one really with interference from China. No. Yeah, with the low blow. No. Yeah. Pretty bad. Um, Tori versus Sable. Why are you even talking about this? <laughs> exactly. It was for the women's championship. It was awful. Um, and then the Undertaker, the Big Boss Man, in a hell in a cell. Th-
4: this was when the Undertaker was doing, was leading his Ministry of Darkness. Hey, who won this?
2: <laughs> well, the Undertaker won after uh, the Big Boss Man was hanged and presumably killed. He's from, uh, dead.
3: Why nobody's coming to arrest the Undertaker <laughs> and take him away? I don't know. He might have one of those smoke bombs where he just throws it and just vanishes.
4: Actually, speaking of that, uh, this was the one where uh, after after, uh, Big Show was disqualified, Vince had him arrested.
2: That's right, he did. Because that's the kind of power Vince McMahon wielded.
5: Yeah.
2: Oh, boy. Um, Now, some of the Fair to Midland matches we have here. D'Lo Brown and Test versus Owen Hart and Jeff Jarrett.
4: Poor Test.
2: Yeah. Poor, poor, poor D'Lo.
4: The only reason this is on the fair to Midland is because it's got Owen Hart and Jeff Jarrett.
2: And D'Lo Brown. I thought D'Lo Brown was a very good wrestler. He just got saddled with awful stuff. And then, right after this, he crippled Draws. And uh, that was was pretty much the end of his career. Who really
3: was on his way. Yeah. You can puke! Puke! (laughs) (laughs)
2: Um, For the Intercontinental title, The Road Dog, Ken Shamrock, Val Venus, and Goldust... Val one won though, didn't they? Um, no, actually, uh, the Road Dog. Are
5: you sure? Yeah,
2: Road Dog got retained.
4: Whenever I see Val Venus, I always call him one, want to call him Val Penis. Well,
2: that's the. Well, point. that's the, yeah. If you look exactly. at the way his name is spelled, V E I N S. He's
4: always just jerking, jerking down. His, his penis finishing crotch. move is called the
3: Money Shot, Michael.
4: Yeah.
3: What happened to Valvenus? Um, he's he, he's a road agent now. Oh, you mean so if I go to, like, the Levinster High School gymnasium? you might be there. He might be there. All right,
2: guys, here's what you're going to do. Swivel your hips. Pretend you're naked underneath your course, towel.
3: He he would now look like, you know, Lou Costello. Now. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, ladies. Do you, re-
2: do you remember his, uh, his entrance video, though? It was nothing but stock footage of phallic images. Yes. Yeah. Like hot dogs and trains going into tunnels. And,
4: uh, and then...
2: Uh, for the European title, Shane McMahon versus X-Pac. Yay.
4: There, there was no point to this one other than to have uh, Triple H uh, turn heel.
2: Exactly. That's all there was. Um, and Shane McMahon has carry titles. Yeah. He has carried WWF gold.
4: Because he's Shane McMahon.
2: Yep. And this is before he actually showed that he could actually work. There was a match that came like a couple months after this between Shane and Test. And it was one of the matches of the year. Oh, Really? Yeah, they
3: actually just... because well, Shane took a major
2: beating. Oh, jeez. Not only that, he took that major dive from the um, the top turnbuckle onto one of the announcer tables. Wow. And everyone's like, holy, this kid can actually work. But, you know, the, the funny thing is that every time they... Before he quit, they kept, like, wheeling him out. and Guys would be afraid of him. It's like, okay, you're afraid of this pudgy guy with the graying is wearing the sweats? I don't know.
3: He looks like Shipbreak from the American <laughs> Pie <laughs> <Yeah, exactly>.
2: movies. <laughs> um... And then, best match in the loosest possible terms. The first meeting of The Rock and Steve Austin. For the title.
3: For the a, title. for the Intercontinental title, which Steve Austin wouldn't refuse Ref- to. Use.
2: Refused to drop to The Rock, so he just vacated it. Because that's the kind of guy Steve Austin was. Yeah. Never doing what's best for business. Um, This match is just... i I, I don't know how I can really put this match other than it's just... It's okay. It wasn't
4: really Steve Austin versus The Rock. It was more of Steve Austin versus Vince McMahon.
2: It, exactly, with The Rock just kind of showing up. Yeah. It's back when the, the Rock sideburns were probably getting like a 50% take of all the oh, uh, he was Rock's awesome. paychecks.
3: What a travesty that he lost. Oh, God. I thought Tim and B-Mix were going to go make sweet, sweet love after Austin <laughs> yeah. won. I was so upset. Even though I knew what was going to happen. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's Austin.
2: So, but in tribute of the uh, Vince Russo WrestleMania and all the crazy stupid shit that he put down, Jim has been so kind as to bring out a, a, a list of possible wrestler names. Now, were these randomly generated or did some idiot come up with these? Some idiot came up with these. Fantastic.
3: It's um, McSweeney's Internet Tendency. <laughs> Bad names for professional wrestlers. Now, what I've done... I'm going to take this... I'm going to I'm going to give Mike and Andy a list of wrestlers, and they will just read them, and then maybe they can do a poll or something. Right right afterwards, so I want you to look at them. All right. And you can each go over them. All right. Andy, Ready? We will, we will pick the best one of the group. Okay. Just as a break. All right. Why doesn't Andy go first? All
2: right. I'm just going to pick one randomly from this list. Sure. The truant officer. <laughs> the shrill housewife. Paul McCartney. <laughs> Hospice Boy. <laughs> Nancy Walker. Aaron Copeland. The Whispering Mind. Hey, it's Bill. The phonics Expert. <laughs> the Lonely Marine. And, oh, two. Swimmer's Itch. And Peter Billingsley. <laughs> what do you got, Mike?
4: I've got... Cookies and Cream, a tag team duo. <laughs> El Wusso. The Precocious Feline. <laughs> balsamic Vinegar. Orangey <laughs> <Warren> Harding. <laughs> the Wilting Zinnia. What? The Schoolboy. <laughs> the Yearling. The Pediatrician. <laughs> <laughs> Naomi. The narcoleptic and magic realism. <laughs>
3: oh, oh,
2: great. Oh, and no. I know somewhere Vince is listening to this going, alright, what was the third one that you just <laughs> said? Because I am going to do this, but they're all going to be Americans. The because phonics I'm expert. The phonics expert. Peter Billingsley.
4: The precocious feline is the women's tag team wrestler. Summer's itch. <laughs> Noel Coward. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right, we need to move on. It's
1: Warren G Harding.
2: All right,
0: he
1: <laughs> is the teapot scandal.
2: <laughs> WrestleMania 2000, held at Staples Center in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For my money, maybe one of the best WrestleManias ever.
4: Um, this was the only WrestleMania that yeah. did not have a single a singles match. It was everything was uh, no tag team or multi. Uh, Terry multi the Cat.
2: That's true. Oh. Yeah, but
4: you're right, though, about
3: everything else. Yeah, Terry Reynolds fought the cat. You had a... Uh, it? It's the best... Yeah, uh, I, this might be the best one. It, yeah. It might be. I mean, I...
4: Until maybe 2000.
3: Oh, you mean two, 20?
4: Yeah.
2: WrestleMania 20? Yeah. 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 Um, I mean, so the worst matches. The Big Boss Man and Bull Buchanan versus D'Lo Brown and The Godfather. Ugh. Led to the ring by Ice-T, pre-Coco
4: and he just wrapped the entire way
2: and he like he gave it was like a certain point where he's he's going down and he gives up and he's like pipa die pippa die oh shit they're not done yet Pippa die pipa die oh shit pippa die he's just,
4: he's just repeat, repeating the same phrase over and over and, and it was like jeez someone kicked the record player
2: yeah exactly oh it was it was pretty bad godfather was just an atrociously bad wrestler
4: oh what are you talking about <laughs> The whole point of him was to have like a bunch of really hotties come down. Oh the road. yeah,
2: they would just go to like an LA strip club and say, "You, you, 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 and you, you want to be on television?"
4: Sure.
3: We're really trying to send a message to the kids. <laughs> if you can't find a real vocation, pimping ain't easy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Some of the fair to midland matches, the hardcore battle royal. Do you remember that? Where they had like eighteen guys come out.
3: Yeah, they all had. They all had like. Um, Barbecue tongs. Yeah. The well, they had f-
2: they had fifteen and minutes, and because this he was hits
3: him with a baked potato. <laughs>
2: <laughs> this was the uh, twenty four. This was during the twenty four seven rule, where anybody, and I mean anybody, could be the hardcore champion if he managed to pin the hardcore champion. Uh, which means that I think I've held the belt twice. I think B. Mix held that belt at least four times. Oh, yeah. Um, it was just
4: just another these Just throw a whole bunch of the guys in the ring and see what happens. Yeah. Give
2: him a payday. Uh, this back to the Crash Holly era of, of hardcore wrestling. Yeah. But it's also the only um, only major WrestleMania appearance of this era for uh, one Viscera, the world's scariest garbage bag. <laughs> who would then go and be turned into Big Daddy V. Which, we have a little message from Big Daddy V. Let's hear that.
7: Hey there, Geek Salad listeners, it's me. The one and only big man in charge, Big Daddy the Fifth, a.k.a. Nelson Fraser a.k.a. Big Daddy V. As some of you may or may not know, unfortunately, Big Daddy V, during his illustrious WWE career, never made an appearance at a WrestleMania. However, there are big men who trailblazed before me and set the foundation, of me being who I am, by lieu of their performances in WrestleMania's past. What I would like to do at this moment, before I eat a delicious, delicious Cicerone baby, mmm, I can't wait. I can't wait to eat that shit Max Cicerone baby. Mm. Mm. Mm some good human, baby. Mm. Here are my top five. Mm, so good. My top five big men WrestleMania moments that... Oh, hold on. I got a text on my cordless telephone. I don't know if you heard that. I'll answer that later. Here's my top five big man moments... That greatly influenced and inspired Big Daddy the Fifth. Number 5. The Undertaker's winning streak. Big Daddy V would have beaten it. If only he had been given the chance. Number 4. WrestleMania 16. Viscera defeats Taz to become the heaviest hardcore champion in WWF history. Number 3, Wrestlemania 21, Viscera competes in a battle royal that is aired exclusively only on the DVD release of Wrestlemania 21. Number 2, Wrestlemania 22, Viscera, there he is again, there he is again, Viscera wins the Battle royal that is exclusive only to the DVD release of WrestleMania 22. <clears throat> Let me finish swaddling that, baby. Before I give you my number one. <clears throat> That's my version of a drum roll, And the number one big man moment in WrestleMania that influenced and inspired Big Daddy V, a.k.a. Nelson Frazier, a.k.a. Big Daddy the Fifth, WrestleMania 10, men on a mission, Mabel and Moe defeat the Quebecers by count Those dastardly, cowardly Canadians. I hate them. I hate them so much, I, I, I just want to eat their babies. I just want to eat them babies up. Eat them Canadian babies. Back to you, Geek Salad.
2: And I'm frightened. Thank you, Kevin Marshall, for getting us that. And then finally, for Fair to Midland, we have uh, Too Cool and China versus the Radicals, the team of Dean Malenko, uh, Eddie Guerrero, and Perry Saturn. Oh, Perry Saturn
3: was. Oh, he was talent. You know, wow. I really thought he was going to get the push of those three. Yeah.
4: <laughs> I will say about this match, watching it, watching China wrestle in this one, and then watching Terry Reynolds, Terry Reynolds, and the Cat. Yeah. I just realized. China can actually wrestle compared to the other women. Ryan well, wrestlers. she
2: actually went to wrestling school. She learned under Killer Kowalski. Yeah. Just like Triple H did. Um, so, I mean, she had a little more skill than the others. Plus, I mean, two Cool were fun to watch, except for mm. Grandmaster Sexay, apparently, who's a gigantic <laughs> douche nozzle. <laughs> and he had the dumbest... Fi- no, I'm sorry. I, I, I think... I, I, I love Scotty Too Hotty, but that could very well be the worst finisher you have to actually lay down for. Yeah. The worm... All right, here's what he's going to do. Face Crusher. Now you have to lay there for three full minutes while he does his idiot thing.
3: Can you handle that? And he's
4: jumped back and forth, back and forth, and then down, and then up, and swivel, swivel, swivel. Okay, there we go.
3: Yep. takes it, longer to get through that than the whole Warren's first album. Yeah.
4: <laughs> Here the down boys go. Ugh.
2: Let's move on to some of the best matches. Yeah. And these are some of the best matches. Yeah the triangle ladder match edge and christian the hardy boys and the dudley boys
4: this we're was ta- a good match
2: we're talking about the greatest r- matches in wrestlemania history this could very well be number 1 in my book
4: um
3: maybe the best tag match yeah it was definitely the best tag match this, well, this is, is when, that was about to say. this is when they actually gave a rats ass about the tag division yeah. and was, it was just these three guys
2: these three teams
5: well, realistically
2: yeah. speaking, I mean, too cool, and the New Age Outlaws were in there, but really, it was these three teams, busting ass every night.
5: I don't know, I would
4: probably rank it, I mean, a great match, but I'd probably rank it higher if, I mean... The oh, Bud- Edge and Christian
3: won, right? Yeah, yeah.
4: The Dudley Boys could have won so easily, but, I mean, they just decide, hey, let's set up things so we can be smashed into them later.
2: Well, that's that's part of the Dudley Boys things. They weren't very bright, apparently. They're inbred.
4: You know
3: what? They're not really related.
2: No, I I was shocked. I'm as shocked as you are. Yeah.
3: Um. Yeah.
2: Just everything. Everybody worked their ass off. And and Jeff Hardy. You know who could have told you know ten years down the road that he would have a major drug problem.
3: <laughs> what? Was he addicted to painkillers? Oh Jesus!
4: Yeah. Was he the one with the purple streaks in his hair?
2: Uh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He. He. Had, um, and I think Matt Hardy could very well be one of the most underrated tag wrestlers in history. Him and Christian, to be honest with you, mm. they're both excellent. Um, I don't have enough good things to say about this match. It's it's awesome. It's a full half hour of just. And, was it the uh,
4: was it the Edge or Christian that went when the ladder went down? They went off the top of the ladder onto the concrete.
2: Oh no! Well, oh shit! I don't remember who that was. I think that, that might have been Christian.
4: That was a big drive. He was a
2: bump machine. Wow. And then there was the uh, the Jeff Hardy thirty foot ladder thing. Oh yeah, he and did the back set the flip. gigantic one, swanton off onto the table, and a Bubba Ray. Yeah, but at least Bubba Ray had all that padding. So he...
4: <laughs> Bubba Ray was padding. It's
2: like jumping into a into a pile of soft pillows. Um. Next up, Kurt Angle, Chris Jericho, and Chris Benoit for the European and Intercontinental titles. Well,
3: I mean, if you put one of those guys in a match, it's it's at least going to be it's a three star match with yeah. one of them now. Yeah, he put them all in, it's five.
2: what a great match.
0: Welcome to WrestleMania is Jericho! And Y2J has been waiting his whole life for this moment. And I know that all you Jericho-holics have been waiting your whole lives for this moment! And I can't guarantee you I'm gonna walk out of here with two championships. And I can't guarantee you I'm gonna walk out of this match with one championship. But I can guarantee you that I am gonna walk out of this match the true Ayatollah of Rock and Rolla! And I can guarantee that Kirk Angel and Mr. Roboto are gonna walk out of this match with bumps and bruises and a t-shirt that reads, I visited Anaheim and all I got was this lousy t-shirt and a Y2J beating that I will never... uh, ever forget again!
2: All three of these guys worked their asses off.
3: That might be the best match of the night. I think that's the best match of the night. Yeah. I do. And I I thought that, you know, the one we're going to talk, the WWF Championship match is great too, but... But,
2: Yeah, I mean, the the beauty of this match was all three of these guys walked out of that being bigger stars than when they walked in, yeah. Including the fact that Kurt Angle didn't didn't actually lose any of the didn't lose the match. He never got pinned, mm. so they managed to save his heat. And both Jericho and, and uh, Benoit walk out with titles, and then went to spend a full year wrestling each other and just putting on five star matches every every pay per view. Yeah, because when they didn't have anything mm. for either of them to do, well, just go wrestle, just go wrestle the other Chris, okay. And then yes, the WWF Championship match. Well, they, But this, this was smart.
3: They got rid of Mick Foley and Big Show very early on. Yep,
2: and gave them the match that people wanted to yeah, see. They gave, well,
3: no, they
4: got rid of Big Show really early on, mm-hmm. and then Mick Foley kind of hung around for a little bit.
3: Well, yeah, he took his medicine like he always had to do when he fought Triple H. He gets pedigreed 74 times. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he, and, but yeah, no,
2: he, he, he just was a bump machine for that thing. But yeah. when they were out and it was just The Rock and Triple H, that match actually picked up.
4: That was Mick Foley's retirement match, actually. Well, one of them. One of them. Yeah.
2: First time he actually wrestled under the name Mick Foley, though.
4: Yeah.
2: So, you no, know, no, there was one time when he was when he first started, but then it was Cactus Jack. And
4: then it was Mankind.
2: Yeah. No, it was Dude Love, and then he was Mankind. Okay. But yeah, Triple H and The Rock just worked so well together oh, back yeah. then. I mean, this was a great time. I mean, there was such a wealth of of just talent. It was very equitable. Everybody, you
3: had like had a, five alpha studs. Yeah, where it used to be Hulk Hogan, and then you know Tito Santana would be twinkling yeah. around and you know in the background somewhere. You yeah, five guys who could legitimately hold the belt.
2: Yeah, and all of them it could main event a pay per view, and even the B card guys, the mid card guys, were all stars. I mean, they there were still you're still going to have your gangrels and your your midians in that.
3: Gangrel. <laughs> He's really a vampire, you know. What's he's he drinking. Out? Bl- Wait a minute! He's out in the daytime. Well, <laughs> I guess that debunks that. Huh? Yeah.
2: Um, Is
4: he sparkling? <laughs> <laughs> oh god! Cool. I wish you could see the look on Jim's face cool. right now.
2: Yeah. Anyway, moving on. WrestleMania 17, widely considered by many to be the best WrestleMania ever.
4: I, I arguably. I'm I just got to go back to that four way. Sh- um oh, the four way match. It would have been even better, in my opinion, if. It hadn't been like Vince come in at the end and knock out The Rock. It was
2: all about the, yeah, it was all about the McMahons at that point. It was like, okay, give the people what they want. It was a
4: great match, and then Vince decided to come in and ruin it.
2: But you brought up a point this afternoon when we were talking about that match. What's that? The the real reason that be, to send people home happy. This is the first WrestleMania where the heel walks out as champion. Right. But what does The Rock do? He goes and, he goes um... He rock bottomed Stephanie McMahon, yeah. right. and that's what everybody would paid to see.
4: No, oh, he actually rock bottomed first Vince McMahon, yep. then Shane McMahon, then McMahon, and Stephanie McMahon. Stephanie McMahon slaps him, yeah. and nobody—you don't expect
3: him to hit a woman, and then he, he rock bottom. Yeah, exactly. And then
4: he gives him the, gives her the people's elbow too. That's right.
2: Yeah, that was great. I love that move. It's so stupid. <laughs> it's such a stupid, ineffective bounce,
4: move. Bounce, bounce, jig around, drop. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, don't forget. You gotta first thing you gotta do. Peel the uh, the elbow pad off, oh, yeah. throw it point five three
3: different ways. <laughs> it's crazy. It is a great move. He just came out with a new DVD set. <laughs> yeah, The Rock did. Is yeah. it like an actual documentary? It's like a documentary in, in matches. Oh, cool, yeah, cool. It's...
2: That'll be on Netflix streaming in no time then. Yep. God bless them for doing that yep. because I've watched so many wrestle like so many wrestling documentaries this week. Just because they're on Netflix, I can watch them on my phone. Absolutely. <laughs> hey, hey. All right, WrestleMania 17 held in Houston after the uh, after the WCW and ECW buyout. That was pretty big news back then. That was pretty exciting. We thought we were going to get all these dream matches and we did not. We didn't at we all. Just yeah, the Diamond Dallas Page against the Sarataker. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, some of the fair to Midland matches on there. Eddie Guerrero and test for the European title. Eddie Guerrero, God bless him. He he was a great wrestler. And he worked really well with other guys that were great wrestlers, but he could not carry a stiff like Test to a decent match. No, nope. Shane McMahon versus Vince McMahon in a street fight.
3: Whoop de freaking dude. Yep. Yeah, you know what? At that point, I think the McMahon thing had run its course. I mean, they, yeah. they kept pumping it for a long the, time. The
2: only highlight to this match was that Shane McMahon managed to do the um, Van Terminator on Vince, where he put Vince in one corner put a trash can over him, went to the opposite end of the ring and essentially did a flying drop kick from one side of the ring to the other. Rob Van Dam, who had just come into the company, was forbidden from doing that move. But they let Shane do it. Of course. I don't know if I trust Shane with my car keys. I don't. (laughs) Terrible. Terrible. Kane, Raven, and the Big Show for the hardcore title. It's a Kane match. It automatically ends up on the worst.
3: And there was Raven. Hey, I got an idea. Grunge is pretty popular with the kids. Well, okay, it was four years ago. Hey, what would happen if Eddie Vedder became a wrestler? <laughs> they get Raven.
2: Yep. Uh, China versus Ivory for the women's championship match. Championship title, rather. Who cares? Moving on. And then the gimmick battle royal. <laughs> 20 of the dumbest gimmicks you would ever seen all matched into one ring. Um, I love that they bring the gobbledygooker out The gobbledygooker was actually never a wrestler He was just this gimmick they had for Survivor Series 1990 Where they had this gigantic egg of, What's in the egg? Could it be a new wrestler? Could it be a manager? Is uh, the doctor style slick gonna run down With a uh, with a napkin tucked in his shiz- oh and collar <laughs> And a fork and knife Is it Dusty Rhodes? That's right baby no, nope. I'm gonna deep fry that entire damn chicken right actually, there,
4: baby. That's
3: considered one of the worst moments in the history of wrestling. Yeah, people were booing like crazy. Well, I remember
2: we watched that live, and Emmett was well. First of all, Emmett was one who made that racist comment about <laughs> <talking> about Slick.
1: <laughs> Come over here, chicken,
2: and uh yeah, that just you know, it just sounded like someone had just like let a balloon air out slowly. <laughs> um. Yeah, and then, who wins that match? The Iron Sheik. The Iron Sheik, because his back was so
3: bad, he couldn't be thrown. Oh, he
2: was too fat to be thrown over the ring. (laughs) His gut entered the ring 15 minutes before he did. It's like he's still walking to the ring, and other guys, like, running past him. All right, it's Bill Irwin, the goon. Get out there. Duke the Dumpster Droz. Get out there. Why is Jim Jim Cornette wrestling? I don't know. He never did before. Get out
7: there. What's this big match? Oh, that's the beginning of the Iron Sheik. And I didn't like him. I didn't like his attitude. He was a punk. I can't break his fucking back. Break his back, make him humble, and then fuck his ass. I didn't do it in the Pontiac, Michigan, because respect my sport and respect Mr. McMahon. You were a professional. A professional.
2: You know, the saddest person to see in that match, though, especially with his entrance, was Michael P.S. Hayes.
3: (laughs) (laughs) What a great theme music! It though. was great.
2: I, mean, I just watched the uh, World Class Championship DVD again. What a what a star he was! And then they they show him to come out, and he's fat, he's
3: balding, <laughs> he's got like his little he's got a little pencil mustache goatee. Now. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. How come nobody walks around in a gold LeMay, or in a LeMay, You was it a, a, you, uh, uh, a Confederate, flag. Confederate flag anymore? How come you don't see that? I don't
2: know. I do remember, though, back in the days of the SmackDown Raw game when we made a valet for Jim's character. It was his, his soon-to-be wife, Rebecca T.S. Hayes. That's right. <laughs> <I don't laughs> What's God. a T.S. stand for? It's terribly sexy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Sad, sad. But the good was very good in, the, in this show. Chris Jericho versus William Regal for the Intercontinental title.
3: That, yeah, that was all right. I
2: love William Regal.
3: He's just he's
2: such a great heel.
3: He's still around, sort of. Oh yeah,
2: He's, he shows up from time to time. Kurt Angle versus Chris Benoit. Okay. Well, he, duh. Well, what are you gonna say? Yep. Um, the tables, ladders, and chairs match with the Edge and Christian Hardy Boys and the Dudley Boys again. Yeah,
3: this one wasn't as good.
2: It, no, it wasn't as good. There was that one great moment though, where uh, Jeff Hardy was hanging on the belt, and Edge speared him from off one of the oh, ladders. Yeah, I remember that. that was a great. That yeah, was great, but that that also had all the run-ins too with Spike Dudley and Lita and Rhino running in. Oh, Rhino and his little T Rex arms trying to you mean <laughs> Rhino. <laughs> Undertaker versus Triple H. Not a bad match.
3: If it wasn't bad, should not have been fair to Midland
5: no it was I thought
2: it was a very good match I mean this is during the Undertaker's American badass uh yeah, time yeah. period
4: oh yeah when he wasn't the dead man he was a uh, biker butt. oh biker yeah
2: yeah badass yep He don't sell he don't chop he don't ever lose a match he sucks he sucks so what you think about that no sazer used to have him come out to uh, Limp biscuits rolling.
3: Nice. He used to drive out in a motorcycle. Yeah. Now, why, when he was trying to get off his motorcycle, the wrestler didn't run across with a freaking pair of brass <laughs> exactly. knuckles and knock his ass out? Oh, you can't. He's dead. Yeah. How come he doesn't smell? He's not decomposing <laughs> exactly. or anything. He's been wrestling for 23 yeah. years, for God's sake, He used to be skeletal remains. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: And then Steve Austin versus The Rock again. Hey, who won? Oh, Austin?
3: Oh, wow. I'm glad I'm sitting down.
2: Yeah, and that was the heel turn. The infamous... uh Austin heel turn. Which, and The Rock
3: left for like six months. Well, The Rock went to go film... Um,
2: Scorpion, Scorpion King. Scorpion King, yeah. And so they... Who was he feuding with at that point? He was feuding
3: with Kurt Angle, I think. He feuded with everybody. He was feuding with Austin at the end of that. Yeah,
2: point. but this was also... I mean, they, I do remember them cutting up. Like, here's some of the WCW wrestlers. And they're like way up in one of the skyboxes. Uh, and it was like Sean Stasiak and like three other guys
3: that never appeared on TV. <laughs> Who's that dude? He's like he used to have like a black widow. I forget what his name was. He, they, oh, Sean
2: O'Hare. Sean O'Hare. I yeah. love Sean O'Hare.
3: Yeah, they didn't like him very much. No,
2: though. no, apparently he didn't show proper respect to people. Alright, moving or, up north. Well, he wasn't pooping in people's bags. Or yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's what we need to get over. Ask Randy Orton about that. Uh, WrestleMania 18 was held in Toronto. What
3: are you talking about? <laughs>
2: This one's okay. I think yeah. this is kind of on the overrated side in terms of,
3: like, actual I hype. The, um, what is it? The Triple H-Jericho match was the best match of the night, by yeah.
2: far. Yeah, yeah. And that one was had one of the worst, like, just most shameful build-ups of a championship match ever. Because
3: you knew there was no way Triple H was ever going to walk out. Well, right it, was, it wasn't
2: it was about Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho was walking in as the champion and no one, it, like, the, all the promos were about Stephanie McMahon. Ah. So you knew he was screwed. That actually is this week's uh, entry for wrestle for WrestleCrap at wrestlecrap Oh shit! The uh, I don't even remember what the dog's name was, but he had uh, but Triple H had that dog like Daisy or something oh, like that, yeah. the big stupid bulldog. That Chris Jericho actually ran over. <laughs>
3: did they have a um, when Triple H because this is Triple H's big comeback because of you know one of his oh, oh yeah one of his quads one of his quads tore went like, right off yeah went like a, went up like a Venetian blind because <laughs> of all the steroids he did and they did the videos. You know the, the yep. with the Creed music in the background. Oh yeah, My sacrifice. <laughs> did you ever see, Mike show you that when they did oh, the, the, oh the Kevin Nash one? Kevin Nash when <laughs> <laughs> he's just lying around eating a bag of potato chips. He's They've sleeping. got like all these
2: quotes from Kevin Nash. I will never rest until I'm back to wrestle in front of my fans. And they're showing him like drinking a beer, <laughs> playing video games, like a bag of chips, like he's he's, <laughs> asleep on the couch. He's got cheese puff dust on his <laughs> fingers. And... But they're playing my sacrifice because <laughs> that actually is what makes it. You can play. I mean, just a guy taking a shit. My sacrifice, playing behind it. <laughs> Hello, my
0: friend, Mamita again. <laughs> um,
2: but yeah, he's got a-, a gym in his poop. <laughs> Chris Jericho put the build up to to this match as he had never thought that his first big WrestleMania main event would be set up like a Frasier episode. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Um. And also, they argued a lot over whether or not the match should have gone on last because they went on right after Hulk Hogan and The Rock,
3: which was overrated. Well, the problem is Hogan couldn't move, you know. But that's thats when they actually did what they—you you should do with The Rock. They turned him heel because yeah. the crowd was against The Rock. Yeah, that's like fifty-fifty. It bucks. was
2: fifty-fifty, and because and there were going to be those people that are just going to boo for The Rock because he's popular. People going to cheer for Hogan because he's Hulk Hogan, not realizing that he was a heel. Rock sold like nobody should sell for Hulk Hogan. Are you saying Hogan didn't sell? <laughs> there was like that, you know, the, like the um, the back scratches that the Rock was like selling, like the shriek and uh, finger blades of Doom.
3: <laughs> you know what? The, I remember there was an article about Hogan, and it was like uh, there, there was an. It, I used to read the Wrestler and Inside Wrestling. And oh, course oh, Illustrated. Illustrated. They oh, were all geez. the same thing. It's yeah. all the same. And they're talking about Hogan. You know, he's Hogan's a face. Hogan's a face. And then they went. They did like a a frame by frame, yep, pictures of a match he had against Hercules Hernandez. <laughs> Back scratch, eye ray, kicking the junk, punching the nose. Yep. And then he, for a little while, people didn't realize it. He was walking around with a hard helmet. That had a big fist on it. Yep. It was called the Hulkster helmet, and, and he, he was illegally allowed to wear these in matches. Yeah, he could. And then I remember he, he, you know, right in front of the referee, he takes out and he smashes Hercules Hernandez in the bridge of the nose and knocks him out, and they, you know, <laughs> they, they they count him out.
2: Yeah, yeah.
4: Oh yeah, that's you know a real American hero, right? Oh,
2: Jesus. My favorite part about any Hulk Hogan match is when he loses, he like. Slinks back up to the top looking all sad and dejected waiting for everybody to cheer him on so then he can do the whole ear roll thing and yeah he didn't against yokozuna no he didn't because they were drumming him out of the company at that point yeah he
3: never came back well he did, no he, he did didn't.
2: eventually but but the beauty the, the one best thing that I will always take away from the rock hogan match is the build up at the at the pay-per-view before it oh, the yes. no way out thing where he just goes to make fun of uh D of uh, Kevin Nash, Scott Hall, and Hulk Hogan. That's awesome.
0: What'd you just say? No, oh, no, 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 no. Doesn't matter what you just said. See, you shouldn't have said that. Rocco's being a man, no problem. Picture for your son, no problem. Rocco'll tell you what you could do with that camera. You, Chico, Reza Ramon. You take that camera, you shut it up real nice. And then what you do, you give it to your big buddy. Big Daddy Cool Diesel. Ho, ho, ho. You turn it sideways, and then you give it to him. Give it to Hogan. Hogan, you take that camera. It's already shined up. Turn sideways. Eat your vitamin. Say your prayers, and stick it straight up all your candy asses.
2: Edge versus Booker T. I remember the setup for this match was Booker T was upset that uh, Edge had gotten a Japanese shampoo commercial. And d- during the match, someone actually holds up a sign saying they're fighting over shampoo.
3: <laughs> actually, this WrestleMania had the best sign I have ever... S- well, okay, the second best all sign. All right. The first best sign I actually saw at a live event. And all it said was, my nuts stink. That's what it, this, it said. 527 days until the Olsen twins are legal. <laughs> I couldn't stop laughing. Yeah.
2: Um, and then we had Billy and Chuck, the APA, the Hardys and the Dudleys for the tag team titles. Billy and Chuck, the ambiguously gay duo brought right. to wrestling. <laughs> yeah, not much to say about this match. It just wasn't very good. Nope. Jazz, Trish Stratus, and Lita for the Women's Championship. Three women who actually work. And at this point, I think Trish was the worst of them.
3: Yeah, she was, Lita was
2: good. Yeah, Lita was good. Jazz was very good.
0: Yep.
2: Um, uh, but this is before Trish Stratus really actually took it seriously. And then there's, uh, for the worst, Maven and Goldust for the hardcore title. I will always remember Maven as being the guy who knocks The Undertaker out during, during the Royal Rumble when Bill thought he was going to win our uh, our pool.
1: Finally! <laughs> I'm going. win what's mine. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> Maven!
2: <laughs> and Steve Austin versus Scott Hall. What dog shit.
3: Yeah, well, Scott the whole Hall? story was uh, Razor Ramon. Scott Hall was supposed to go over, and Austin, of course, pulled it at the last minute. He pitched a fit and said, "I'm not losing to this guy."
2: Right, and it effectively killed the NWO angle. The NWO was going to come in and inject a lethal dose of poison, which I understand is is rhetorical, but that's uh, that's Vince McMahon's words. Um, and Scott Hall losing to Steve Austin just killed the entire angle because uh, Kevin Nash was hurt. Like his first match, in, he gets hurt. So it's just Scott Hall and Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan turns face. Scott Hall gets drummed out of the company within about a week after he Yeah, so he
3: wasn't, he wasn't there very long. Then
2: Kevin Nash returns. His first match in, tears another quad. Nice. My
1: sacrifice!
2: <laughs> <laughs> other, other decent matches, uh, Rob Van Dam versus William Regal for the Intercontinental title.
3: I like Rob Van Dam.
2: You know what? I thought he was okay. I I, didn't. I don't want to
3: hear him speak. No, God, no. And then uh, Undertaker versus Ric Flair. Well, you know, that's just basically Undertaker just pounding Ric Flair's face into the ground. <laughs> right, exactly. Because, again, ain't no chance <laughs> in hell. Uh, yeah. Forgive my pun. That The Undertaker will... Lose. You know what? That one he could have lost. That would have made sense. Yeah. But do you think they're going to do it? Nope. Hell no. Nope. I remember... Actually, I remember... Because we went to...
2: We went to one of the uh, lead-up Raws before this WrestleMania in... uh Providence. Boston Providence. Yeah. <clears throat> and... Oh, God. I watched Arn Anderson get beaten like a rented mule. Like, The Undertaker just took him to the middle of the ring and just beat the living shit out of him. Right.
4: You think that they would not have the Undertaker lose eventually because now it's just beginning. Oh, the Undertaker's in the match. I wonder who's going to win. Well,
5: this is the again, it's, he uh, may it, lose. It,
2: the, now the big questions aren't is he going to lose? It's going to be is this the last one?
5: Because
2: oh. he he wrestles once a year now at
4: WrestleMania. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah
4: he's getting up there.
2: Yeah, but um, before we move on to WrestleMania 19, I just want to uh, Kevin Marshall also was able to procure us a little a uh, little bit of of audio from the afterlife
5: uh, hello listeners my name is Stephen Hennel, aka dreg uh of the internet formerly of real life uh i come to you today to interview a man um actually making a lot of waves in the uh, spiritual medium world his name is anthony Rappaport, and he's actually carved out a unique uh business for himself communicating with the spirit's ...of Dead Wrestlers. Uh, Anthony, thank you for joining us today. Uh, Yes, hello. You're you're welcome. And um, so uh, just a little background information for our listeners. Uh, The services that you offer are uh, primarily focused on uh, the wrestling world, is that correct? Uh, Yes. You know, I I, I talk to dead individuals uh,
6: from all aspects of the wrestling industry. Uh, Not just wrestlers, but also uh, managers... Uh, valets booking agents promoters uh, even ring rats actually
5: ring rats yes. oh and then for for those listeners not familiar with that uh, parlance you're referring to the um the whores the whores oh yeah. okay the, the wrestling whores oh if if those whores could talk what stories they would tell
6: they you know you know the funny thing is most of the stories they tell are about sex with wrestlers
5: Oh, yeah, that's, um, that, that, yeah, that makes sense, come yeah. to think of it. So, uh, uh, you know, it's, it's WrestleMania season coming up, a very exciting time for most wrestling fans. A, a, see, and most dead wrestlers, yeah. Do you see uh, any spike in your business around this time of year? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Every, everybody wants to hear,
6: uh, everybody wants to get in touch with all the dead wrestlers. Uh, and all the dead personalities in wrestling to, to 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 talk to them about WrestleMania and their favorite WrestleMania moments and maybe get their thoughts on
5: upcoming matches. Even though,
6: well, nobody really watches wrestling anymore. But
5: you know, yeah, that's that's true. And I suppose you know, wrestling isn't much of a, a gambling sport. So, there's... oh no, no, I, I think probably in about five years I'm going to be talking to wrestling itself. Wrestling itself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you. <laughs> If uh, if you could um, if you could tell us like what are the uh, the most popular requests you get during WrestleMania season could you could you give us a sampler platter of some of the dead wrestlers you would communicate with? Well, I can I can bring some of them in now. Well, you, right now you don't need any oh, yeah, prep yeah. time oh yeah yeah no they're
6: always uh, they haunt me.
5: They're they're always they're always
6: with me and they're always yelling and cutting promos
5: all the time. Are they are they always in kayfabe or would they occasionally break kayfabe and just, you know, uh oh, no, no, talk no. about how everybody fucking hates uh Kevin Nash. Oh so. yeah, no, no, no. They
6: they um they,
5: they think it's real now. Oh, they both so they're yeah. totally in 100%. Oh yeah, they're they're they're
6: totally in with, yeah. There's no there's no there's no barrier anymore. Uh once they die and they
5: pass to the nether realm, uh they think wrestling's real. Okay, hypothetical situation. Let's uh-huh. let's say that Hulk Hogan dies tomorrow, which yeah. you know, I know it's not the most far off uh, gamble in the universe. Yeah. But if, if I wanted to speak to Terry Bolia, like yeah. would you be capable of doing that? Would I have to go to a different spiritual no, medium? No, 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 no. You'd have to go to a bodybuilding medium for that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, okay. That that, that makes sense. Yeah. All right, so um, Macho Man. Uh, do you get a lot of requests for that fellow? Well, uh, let me see. If, oh, he's here. He's, he's here? here. Okay. Uh, 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 uh. Oh, I think you just communicated with us. Oh, yeah.
6: <laughs> it's the Macho Man.
5: Pleasure to be here on Geek Salad, yeah. Macho Man, who, as we know, passed away last, last, uh, was it last year, Macho Man? Very recently, yeah, within the last calendar year. In fact, I didn't even know I was dead until
6: about a week ago. That must have come as quite a shock. It was a shock, yeah. I was looking around and I just thought we were doing a WrestleMania Six reunion, yeah.
5: So you're kind of a newcomer to heaven, you know. You've, you've Ooh, had a yeah. little bit of time, unpack your bags, uh-huh. take a look around the place. Uh-huh. Well, what is your impression of heaven, Macho Man? If you don't mind sharing. Overrated. Overrated. Yeah. How many stars out of four would you give it? Three and a half. Three and a half. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's that's fair. I mean, knock a half star. What what knocks? The like half a good, it's a good mid card match. It's a good mid carder. Are you running into any of your friends up there in heaven? Oh, yeah. Any of your, you know, not-so-friends? Oh, yeah. Any, you know, just dead girls. Oh, Miss Elizabeth! Is, is that ever awkward when you're walking down the, the halls of heaven? Absolutely,
6: man. Let me tell you something, man. It's hard, yeah. It's hard being the macho man,
5: yeah, and having to avert your eyes every time you see Miss Elizabeth, yeah. I wouldn't imagine it would be too hard with you wearing sunglasses pretty much All of the time, but... uh, Yeah, but they're the type of
6: sunglasses with just the lines. They don't have the lenses, so she can still see my eyeballs.
5: I forgot about the slat glasses. Uh I used to, like, have to play five games of Skee-Ball to get those sunglasses. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was a high-priced item. Yeah. Yeah. 500 tickets! Yeah! Dig it! It was, like, 50 plastic combs or one pair of slatted sunglasses. Uh Uh-huh! Difficult choice. Yeah. So, uh, Macho Man, perhaps you can answer a question I'm sure a lot of our listeners uh, who are wrestling fans might have: Is is there wrestling matches in heaven?
6: All the time,
5: all the time. Every day is WrestleMania in heaven. Yeah. Now, heaven, like you know, being up there in the you know, the, the, the clouds and shit, uh, you would imagine like the yeah, movie, yeah, the clouds and shit, exactly. Angels being capable of flight of. Uh, Pretty much every uh, every wrestler would be capable of doing, you know, uh, some third rope action. Who do you
6: think you are? Only the Macho Man can jump off the top rope and lay down an elbow
5: drop. Yeah Okay, I, I didn't mean to offend you, Macho huh. Man. W- who would you say is your toughest competitor in heaven? Uh, probably,
6: uh, probably Andre. Andre? Andre the Giant,
5: yeah. Yeah. The he, big man. He, he's, he's kind of tough. Yeah. He fights dirty. <laughs> Probably getting his, uh, blumpkins in the, the heaven restrooms, I would imagine. Ooh, yeah. Are blumpkins plentiful in heaven? Uh-huh. uh-huh, all over the place. Up to my eyeballs and
6: blumpkins, <laughs> yeah. Up to my shades that aren't actually shades, but little
5: glasses with little lines in them, yeah. <laughs> so listen, uh, you're communicating to us right now through a medium. I was wondering, do you have any, uh... Any other buddies up there in heaven you think would make good conversation? Well, huh, let me uh, look around, and
1: uh, that's
0: me, Hawk from the Legion of Doom. Hawk
5: from the Legion of Doom. I I've heard of you.
6: <laughs> well, I hope so. I was one half of the most dominant tag team of the eighties, nineties, and LOD two thousand. Is is that
5: Legion of Doom? Well, yes. <laughs> So, um, Hawk, um, oh, God. Hey, you were in that arcade game, I think. And yeah, I was in one of them. Did you ever play as yourself? I played with myself. Okay, good enough. Um, uh, that will be all.
0: <laughs> oh, I don't know. Oh, wait, wait,
5: wait, come back for a second, Hawk. What? Uh, yeah. Do you know where Test is hanging out? Hold oh, well, on, let me see if I can find him. What? <laughs> oh, it's gold dust again. Oh, oh, wait, he's not dead. Hey, hey. Test! Hey, what's so. up? Test, oh, oh my God. I have so you? many questions to ask you. <sighs> what was Motley Crue like? I don't
6: know. You don't? No. Oh. Oh. Oh,
5: yeah. All right. So uh, you used to go out with Stacy Keebler, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It banged her. Yeah, you, you know who else is banging her? Yeah. George Clooney. Did you see the Oscars up what? there in heaven? What? Did, the, uh, George Clooney is hitting that now. Oh. You kind of paved the way for George Clooney. Huh. Is there such a thing as sloppy firsts? Um. Yeah. 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 Okay. I got. Uh, listen. Oh, oh I, I got nothing. I, what, what's heaven like Tess? pros and right. cons it's all right i, okay.
6: I never had a, a zest for life uh less for death
5: less for okay yeah. say macho man gave heaven three and a half stars out of four would you agree with that i think it was out of five out of five yeah and uh
4: okay
6: fair 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 assumption.
5: Okay. Jeez, I thought it was out of form. Man, that guy's a bastard. Yeah. Okay, Test. Um, uh, your wedding was awesome. I, I cried tears when... Uh, when uh, so Shabai did I.
6: ...stole your fake wife. Yeah, so did I, man. It was the only time I really cried. The only time I felt any emotion. The well, only that, time I ever, uh, like, emoted.
5: What, what did it feel like? Was it painful? Confusing. Confusing? Yeah, it was, uh, it was scary. Uh,
6: I shut back down. And uh, test and then didn't stop until I uh, got here.
5: I think I have a good idea for a, a title for a tell-all book. Uh-huh. If well, I mean you're dead now. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, you could ghostwrite it. <laughs> and and I, think, I don't know. I don't get what uh, you mean. It, well,
6: what does that mean, ghostwriting?
5: Um, it's um. It, there was a PBS show. Never mind. Anyway, like, what do you think of this for a title? Um, testing times. <sighs> sure. Okay. Um, you know where Andre the Giant's at? Like, we were just talking about him, and uh, actually, you yeah, know. yeah, I'll, I'll go, I'll go,
1: yeah, okay. Andre. <clears throat> hey, everybody, it's me, Andre the Giant. Andre, go, hey, everybody.
5: Andre the Giant, oh my god. Hey. hey anybody want a peanut? <laughs> anybody want
1: a peanut? I'm a movie star. i in the best movie ever uh,
5: made. You know, I think I know what it's like to be in heaven at this one moment. Andre oh, the Giant. Guys,
1: you're welcome.
5: <laughs> Just hearing that catchphrase put me there along with you. Andre, what's life like in heaven, buddy? How are things going? It's wonderful.
1: Drink beer by the barrel and, and all the steak you can eat. <laughs> and Wrestlemania's every day.
5: Andre, what's your favorite Wrestlemania moment?
1: It was when I got to uh, stand in the little tiny ring and it moved us to the real ring. Remember that with the reels on it? wheels. Yeah, the ring had wheels on it. They would reel you out. Those WrestleMania uh, three, WrestleMania three.
5: Oh, that was the one with uh, Was that the one, Mister T? Yeah. No,
1: no, no. no. Oh. it was being holding. Hogan. Yeah. Hogan,
5: Hogan. Uh, oh, he's, he's he's not here. I hope. No, yeah, he, he could be on his way soon. Have you been Have you been keeping Next up? Next Tuesday. <laughs> have you been keeping up with the Hulk Hogan scandal sheets?
1: Let me tell you something, Hulkamania
5: is alive! (laughs) That was, you were channeling the Dread Pirate Roberts for that. That was quite impressive, Andre. Um, So how do you feel about Billy Crystal, you know, going through all the time of writing this movie, My Giant, to star you, and then you died before he could film it? He found another giant to replace you. How do you feel about that?
1: I saw the Oscars. It looks like he died before he could film it, too. Whoa!
5: Andre the Giant! Hey,
1: Billy looks awful. He wasn't funny at all.
5: <laughs> you didn't care for his blackface performance? It's vicious.
1: Junkyard
5: Dog was very upset. Junkyard Dog, oh my god. <laughs> the, yes, he was, uh... <laughs> Grab them cakes! Yeah, He was talking about sexual assault. I didn't know it as a child. I assumed he was just very hungry. Rape! <laughs> rape! Uh, speaking of rape, do you, could you possibly connect us to uh, another <laughs> Hey, yo. Razor Ramon!
6: Hey, hey, yo.
5: Hey, how's it going, buddy? Not bad, man. How you doing? Not too bad. Listen, Razor Ramon, I really got to tell you about... This this phenomenon I found in Japan. Are you aware of a wrestler called Hard Gay? Nah,
1: man, no homo.
5: Wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm just I'm just realizing something. Razor Ramon, you're not actually dead yet. Oh, I'm
7: having a, a, a near death experience, man. It happens about
5: once or twice a week, man. What what brought this on? This near death experience? Drugs. A- not, um, not, you know, undiagnosed uh, heart issues?
1: Yeah, I, I, I gotta go, man. <clears throat>
6: I'm being revived. <clears throat> <clears throat> oh, there you go. Oh, man. There you go.
5: Damn you, Obama! <laughs> and your health care! <laughs> I would have had an amazing interview! <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Um... So, hey, yeah, that was uh, that was quite a very... Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Fast, and you do that... How often do you usually do that, the the channeling? Uh, probably about eight or nine times a day. Yeah. Wow. I mean, that must take a lot out of you. It's exhausting. Yeah. So, um, have you ever uh, connected wrestlers with their loved ones or friends or pretty much just wrestling fans?
6: Um, usually just fans and uh, the men that they feuded with that they're waiting to go up to heaven to have a match with.
5: Oh, yeah. But... Yeah. Is it, is it possible, like, if a wrestler died with a steel chair in his hand, mm-hmm. uh-huh. would the ghost of that steel chair uh, arrive with them in heaven to do a run? Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. That's absolutely. the
6: only way that foreign objects get to, get uh, into heaven. I knew it! Yeah. Yeah. From- Freddie Blassie came up here with a pair of brass knuckles.
5: Also, I have a question. If uh, yeah. if a wrestler dies unexpectedly yeah. and uh, he arrives up there in heaven, yeah. um, which ghost is there to say, Ooh, he's not scheduled to be here today. Uh, uh Gordon Solie. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Greatest, greatest
6: voice, uh, live or dead in wrestling history.
5: Like an angel himself. Yeah. So, uh, are there any wrestling matches you're looking forward to in this WrestleMania,
6: or? Uh, Sam Punk Chris Jericho. Yeah, that's, yeah.
5: that's, that's a good one. Uh, also, though, uh, more so
6: Kane and Randy Orton, because, uh, uh of, of, of the matches this year, uh, That's the one most likely to evolve a guy that's going to be dead in a couple years.
5: (laughs) Yeah. Fingers crossed, buddy. Yeah. I hope it goes well for you. It's going to be Randy. Okay. (laughs) I've been uh, Steve Enel, a.k.a. The Internet's Dragon. this has been... What's your name again? Uh, uh, Anthony Rappaport. Anthony Rappaport. The real Rappaport. Thank you for listening, people, and have a happy WrestleMania.
2: Oh, boy, we miss you. Rest in peace. You need to do it like The Undertaker. Or at least the way The Rock did it. Rest and
3: peace. <laughs> Alright, moving on. We're almost done, guys. The Undertaker, Ooh. the world's most evil ginger. <laughs>
2: <laughs> WrestleMania 19. It held in Seattle. Some pretty terrible matches here. Hulk Hogan versus Vince McMahon. Hey, who won? Huh, I wonder. Well, first of all, Vince McMahon, of course, got, tried to get the better of him. But, you know, the tan that walks like a man will cheat and scratch and, you know, bitch slap and cat fight. And then, uh, was it, Roddy Piper came out? Yes. He yeah, did. pretty terrible. And then The Undertaker and Nathan Jones versus The Big Show and A-Train. Do you remember Nathan Jones, Jim?
3: He was there for about a half an hour. <laughs> yeah, pretty
2: much. He was a, um Australian convict who got, found a second life as a wrestler. Apparently he did so many steroids. The rumor is is that he started lactating, <laughs> like actually expressing milk from his nipples. <laughs> um, but the thing with this match was Nathan Jones sucked so horribly. They had him essentially. He was scheduled for the match, but The Undertaker took on the Big Show and A Train by himself. That's right. They fired then, Nathan Jones. Yeah, no, Nathan Jones ran out for like the last three seconds of the match.
3: But he was gone very soon.
2: Oh yeah, he sucked. He was awful. <laughs> Like they actually had a half hour segment on SmackDown leading up to this where The Undertaker was trying to teach them how to wrestle. That <laughs> bad. That day you're just you're in trouble. All
0: right, here's what you do. First of all, them by the throat and when they punch you, pretend
4: it doesn't hurt. <laughs> and when they put you down, sit up like you're dead.
2: And Triple H versus Booker T for the WWE Heavyweight Championship. Hey, who won? I wonder. This is back when Triple H refused to job to anybody or make anybody look good, yep. including Booker T. Let's let's go back a little bit. In the month leading up to this match, um, Booker T. got his his shot at the title by winning a battle royal by tossing the Rock over the top of the rope. Of course, because so the, Rocky, the Rock, yeah, the rock, rock puts everyone over. Not only did the Rock put him over in the same night, put the Hurricane over by letting him kind of out promo him. Yeah. Great night, and then Triple H kicks him, hits him with the pedigree, makes him wait essentially while he eats dinner,
6: <laughs> and then goes in. Uh, these jelly beans uh, are good. Uh,
2: I'm gonna get another coffee. Uh, lay down. I'll pin you in just a second, uh, because once he hits the pedigree, you, you're not allowed to kick out of it. Yeah, unless you're the Undertaker. No, you could be Doctor Bruce Banner. <laughs> you, can you, with it. you can Hulk up, and you still you can't kick out. There's a lot of good matches, though, we got to talk about with this one. Uh, Matt Hardy and Rey Mysterio for the Cruiserweight title. This was fun. This was a fun match. My favorite theme music with Rey Mysterio. Oh, the... Who's that who's jumping... Who's the out?
3: jumping out of the sky?
2: <laughs> it's Rey! We had uh, the world's greatest tag team, Benjamin and... Uh, uh, Shelton Benjamin and uh, Charlie Haas uh, versus Eddie and Chavo Guerrero. And Benoit and who? Rhino. Rhino. Great match.
3: This is We won a
2: Guerrero. The Guerreros won. Um, right? No, I think actually uh, Benjamin Haas won this one. They, uh, Garfield, they were they, excellent. There was
3: no way they would say there's no way Rhino wins at WrestleMania. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the, the, this was like the second dawning of great
2: tag, match, tag teams all from SmackDown at this point, back when they split the uh, two divisions up. Mm. Great matches. HBK and Jericho. Of course. Shawn won. Michaels shows up. First time in like four years. Yep. Versus Chris Jericho. Has Jericho won at WrestleMania? He has. He he he. Has, he's not like the Big Show. who's never won at WrestleMania. But um, Jericho. I I love this match. I still think Jericho should have gone over. Well, Andy. I, I understand. I'm Andy. a Jericho holic. But yes,
3: please. I agree with you. But in no way would you ever say Jericho should lose. Do you think Jericho should win this weekend? I don't think he's going to. Not my question. Alright. Do you
2: think he should No, I do not. Yeah. Because I think CM Punk could use the build. Yeah. You are lying. You no, don't, I'm I, like I, CM don't, Punk. I love CM Punk.
5: We'll I talk like about him in three
2: years when we get some more WrestleMania's. Um Rock versus Steve Austin in Austin's retirement
3: match. And Rock beats the daylight. Finally. Him, finally. He gives him like well of course, he makes him give him like seven rock bottoms or something yeah. like that. Oh What the hell? <laughs>
2: And then finally for the WWE Championship, Kurt Angle versus Brock Lesnar. Yeah, this was a great match. Brock Lesnar was just freaking concrete built on steel. He was good though. He was excellent. Too
3: bad. I hope he. You know, it'd be nice to see him come back. I I don't think he will. But yeah,
2: I I don't think he will either. But the the one thing that would that made that. Made a great match. Could have made a great match even better. As if he hit that first shooting star press. Holy shit. He didn't even come close. He, oh my god. Because we had heard for the full year that that we'd been waiting for Lesnar to show up that um, he could hit this this a guy this big could hit a shooting star press. And ooh, we're going to see it. We're going to see it. We're going to see it. Finally, he's got angled down. Middle of the ring. Gets up on the rubs like,
1: oh my god we're finally going to see it.
2: Flips up you know does the backwards flip and land straight on his head
3: oh now was there ever any talk
2: of saying instead of giving Lesnar the shot we give Nathan Jones the shot I'm sure that that was that was really, I'm gonna
6: make him a world champion one day it's gonna be great him he'll tag team with the aborigine we'll have
4: a whole Australia thing going he he's eat. coming now is that something we can rumble his nipples <laughs> he's I, the Australian
2: milkmaid be-
4: <laughs> he'll team up with the phonics expert <laughs>
2: Alright, last one here. WrestleMania 20 held at uh, Madison, Madison Square Garden. Because you have to.
4: Yeah, of course.
2: This was excellent. Not, not a whole lot of bad matches. I mean, what is it, the Playboy match? Yeah. Tori Wilson and Sable versus uh, Stacey Keebler and Miss Jackie.
4: That's the match that you're like, why am I watching? Oh, that's why I'm watching. Okay. If I, think, I actually I think, had
2: the promise of seeing Ariola, I'd be happy.
4: Now, uh, how did this?
3: I think it ended with Stacy Keebler hit Sable with a with the, um, a hair dryer, and her face melted. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: Goldberg versus uh, Brock Lesnar. This match sucked for a number of reasons. One was the fact that this was the last match for both of these guys. Brock Lesnar decided to take his lucrative wrestling career and. Um, Try to try to play for the Minnesota Vikings, even though he had never played football since high school. Nope. And Goldberg's contract was up, so they're both big unmotivated guys. Steve Austin, your special guest referee, and
3: stunners he, all around. Yeah, he was just
4: there to stunner both of them at the end.
3: Um, and then, ladies and gentlemen, the
4: <laughs> Boy Scout
3: Troop three fifty four, and present them. <laughs> <laughs> Here comes the Pope
2: now. Everybody gets a stunner. Yep. And then last worst match we're going to talk about here: The Undertaker versus Kane, Parte Dos.
4: Yeah, this was a return of the dead man.
2: Yep. Oh, oh yeah. One.
4: <laughs> Back when he
2: was like, he was a mix. He was kind of like uh, Walker, undead Texas Ranger, because <laughs> he had like half of the American badass thing, but he had the cowboy, like the like the Undertaker hat yeah. on and the eyeliner. Not
4: dead. <laughs> Like a, I know he, he tried to do that thing where like like makes his eyes goes white and he couldn't quite pull it oh off. Jesus, They're like you can still see the irises up there. Like yeah, I can do that myself.
2: Yep, I always love too when he when he looks like he's been beaten to exhaustion, but he can still manage to do like the you know cross the arms and do the tongue thing. Yeah, and then you know the cat kicks out. And he's just like oh, I'm so exhausted. I need a cheeseburger. <laughs> All right, for Fair to Midland matches. Oh, the WrestleMania debut of one Mr. John Cena versus the Big Show for the United States title. Who won? Cena. Actually, Cena made, did something pretty impressive yeah. in this match. He managed to put uh, the Big Show up on his shoulders and give him the FU.
4: Yeah.
2: That was no small feat.
4: Well, he won by cheating. Who? Cena, Cena. Yeah, what happened? Remember he had, he had the chain. He like uh, chucked the chain across the cross. Oh, the he, ring. he hit
2: it. He hit him with his
4: rope chain. No, no. He chucked the chain across the ring that distracted the ref. And he picked up one of his uh like uh fu knuckles. Yeah, and nailed the Big Show. Ah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. It wasn't a great match, but no. Cena would go to win the world title the next year. And then uh, Victoria versus Molly Holly for the women's championship. It was, again, they, they started getting the clue that at WrestleMania, if you're going to have a women's championship match, put two women who actually know how to work in there.
4: And have them dress, dress in really, really skimpy clothing. Well, Molly Holly actually, was... no,
2: Molly Holly's whole shtick was that she was kind of a prude.
4: Yeah. Just cute. Yeah, I thought
2: I thought she was fairly attractive. Uh, back I, she was, good I, I
4: think I got that mixed up with the... Uh,
5: the oh, the playboy? Yeah. The, yeah.
2: No, Molly Holly's whole thing was, well, there was this one time where someone pants her and she had granny panties on. Which started this whole terrible angle of Molly Holly has a fat ass. <laughs> Which was great because... Nothing like telling the girls of the world that this average looking woman has a fat rear end. Yeah. Lose weight, ladies. You're never going to make it into the squared circle unless you're anorexic. Good for you. Alright, best matches. Christian and Chris Jericho.
4: No.
3: That's not much of a surprise. No, <laughs> no. especially
2: with Christian. I mean, I think in the last 10 years, Christian has really come out as a main eventer who really no one wants to give the chance of main eventing. Man, he's too small. They won't. Yeah. They won't happen. Yeah.
4: Uh, this one was a good match until the ending for me. Well, well because, because Christian won, right?
2: Yeah, Christian won. It was a screw job ending because they were fighting over. Essentially, they were fighting over Trish Stratus. That's right. And mm-hmm. Trish screwed Jericho. by she low blowed him and ran off with Christian. And then that angle was forgotten like three seconds later. Yeah. And then that actually. Turned out to be the best heel run for Trish Stratus ever. She was, as a heel, she was awesome. Yeah, WrestleMania 21, I'll loan it to you.
5: Alright.
2: Alright, Evolution. Randy Orton, Ric Flair, and Batista versus The Rock and Sock Connection. The Rock and Mankind. What a fun match.
4: A fun match, but... I hated I hate Randy Orton. See, I love him. I love I love Randy Orton. No, no no no. See, he's a great wrestler. You, know I mean? you, just, you don't have to, to hate heel, him. Yeah. He's
2: just he's a oh he's heel. He's a he's great a heel. douche. He's yeah. my
4: favorite.
3: I right now he's my favorite guy in the roster. Yeah,
2: he's he's awesome. Um,
4: yeah, CM Punk's my favorite in the roster right
2: now. Yeah, I, I gotta go with him too. He's just they're both but they're both great. Last last WrestleMania they fought and there was excellent.
4: But I mean, you got two guys, The
2: Rock and Mankind. Who we're gonna put anybody over. Yeah. And they had a fun match. I mean, The Rock got to do uh, Ric Flair's little jive thing nice. when he was he was gonna hit the people's elbow, and he does the you know one rope, two ropes, and then he does like the woo thing, and it hits Flair. But Randy Orton got the pin on Mankind. Why? Because Mankind knew Randy Orton's the future of the company. I'm gonna make the kid look good. Yep. And of story. All right, then the championship match is Eddie Guerrero versus Kurt Angle. That was a good match. Oh my that god, that was what my favorite what match. A fun match. It was great because I lo- I love seeing Eddie with the title. Oh, it was so nice seeing. I him didn't with expect the title. him to win. You didn't? no, I didn't either. But when he won, and the the beauty how he won, he cheated to win. He untied his boot. Angle hit the ankle lock, yeah. and he just popped right out. He's- did he roll him in a small package? Yeah, he did roll him in a small package. That's the best way to win. You can take a large rocket to somebody and not beat him if they got him in a small package. You know, package.
3: I used to have a Stratomatic wrestling game, and Andre the Giant was in it, and one of his finishing holes was a, was a small package. <laughs> somebody didn't do their research well. Too. <laughs> there we go. The thing
4: I like best about this, this match, though... Oh, he's got a 360 splash? What the hell? Yeah. The thing I like best about this match, though, is that... I mean, normally, you know... Yeah, I mean, they look. You know, you can tell. You can tell they. You know, they're they're hitting, but they, you know, they're obviously not hit. This one, it looked. They I mean, they were going all out. These, These guys were consummate pros. This was a full on. I mean, this was a world class wrestling oh, match. Oh, it was an
2: excellent match. It was just fantastic. Again, they were working Eddie... their ass off. Seen any walk out With a championship And that was the time too We had that awesome Scarface looking shirt That sold a million Million copies right. Awesome yeah. And then the main event Chris Benoit Triple H And uh, Shawn Michaels For the WWE I think Heavy that was a champion. good hour too yeah. That was a long man. That was a four. I think it was up 45 minutes Three way action I mean My problem with three ways are Is that usually it means One <laughs> One guy gets knocked out, two guys wrestle. One guy gets knocked out, the other guy comes back in, and two guys wrestle. Yeah,
4: this was this was not so much Chris Benoit, Triple H, and HBK as much as Chris Benoit and Triple H and Chris Benoit and HBK. Yeah, with like a five second match of between HBK and Triple H. Yeah, oh, it was Chris Benoit fighting them both. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he it,
3: earned that title. I was that say, night. G- g- give ben, uh, Triple H credit that he I tapped right it, in the middle of the clean as yeah. a sheet. He, yeah,
2: he, he put him over big, and HBK put him over in the next paper. He put view. him on the
3: Ripper, right?
2: He put him in the yeah, Crippler, right? Yeah, yeah. And that was, but that, I mean, just when that happened, and we, because we were all, it was like the night after my bachelor party, so God knows that, <laughs> God help me, I can remember any of this stuff. Yeah, uh, you were doing We're watching well. that, and I'm just stoked that one of my favorite wrestlers is, is in the main event, and we're watching, and he gets it in there. I'm like, what the hell is going to happen? And then Triple H just starts tapping, and I'm like, I can't. Believe this. Yeah.
4: Then
3: Andy took his pants down.
2: Yeah. Oh.
4: HBK and Triple H both had blood streaming down oh, their God. face. Yo, it was
2: a brutal. But my favorite part of that match, and I talked about this yeah. before, uh, yeah, this is at the very end, they hand Benoit the title, the confetti's coming down, and he gets up, and there's Eddie Guerrero. And then. Chris well, Benoit started that, doing steroids. Was so really well, he was—he'd been doing now. steroids the entire time. That was a pro. That—that that shouldn't have surprised anybody. That was a prolonged oh, thing. I was shocked. Shocked. Yeah, I know. Well, I, I remember uh, B-Mix being shocked and told him that Ray Mysterio was on steroids because the rule of thumb is if you think they're on steroids, they're on
3: steroids. If it walks like a duck and it, it talks, talks like, like a duck, it's
4: duck. probably a duck. Yeah. Gee, I wonder if China was on steroids. No. <laughs> oh,
3: God. <laughs>
2: But that is uh, that, that should cover us for another three years, I think. Yeah. It's a fun little conversation. I do want to uh, take a special thanks, though, to Kevin Marshall, who uh, provided us with some of the, uh, the drops for tonight's show. Uh, you can check him out at KevinMarshallOnline.com. That is Marshall with two L's. So please check that out, Kevin. Thank you so much. Um, I thank people for contributing, but I'm just going to be a douche and say, yeah, thanks.
4: Thank you, Stephanie.
2: Yeah, thanks, Steph. So anyway, um, for episode 65, we're going to go back to movies. Yeah. yeah. And we are going to be talking about, because the 15th anniversary of a very special 90s movie is coming up pretty soon, and it's 3D release. Yes. So, Titanic, Jim.
3: Oh, wow. So, Ooh. we are going
2: to be talking at episode 65. You
3: never saw it. Did you see it? Yeah, I've
2: seen it. Okay.
4: So, sorry, Autumn, but we hate it. Yeah. We really do.
2: So, episode 65, we're going to be talking all about the most overrated movies of the 1990s. Oh. there's quite a few of them yes, I'm are. sure that you can think of some it should be a fun conversation yeah. so if you have any suggestions get us at geeksalad at yahoo.com uh, like our Facebook page Geek Salad, Ra- uh, Geek Salad. also check us out on Twitter at Geek Salad Radio um, or just hit us up on our personal emails if you know who we are then you have them already and
4: geeksalad.podbean.com
2: thank you for the archives including check out episode 12 mm-hmm. do a back to back with this one it's a good three solid 3 hours of oh, listening
4: yeah. oh, wait wait No, it's more like four hours.
2: Close to it. Yeah. Fuck. So until next time, I'm Andy. I'm Mike. I'm Jim. Go forth and be nerdful. We'll talk to you later.